episode 40 of the Writing on Games cast. I'm your host, Hamish Black. Uh, I host the YouTube channel Writing on Games, and with me, as always, is my gracious co-host. It's one Nico Blakely. How the hell are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Feels like it's been some time. Well, it has been some time. We're recording this uh, later than... We normally would recording this on a Friday because we're party boys. Um, um, yeah, it's it's because you had some uh, plumber in that was gonna murder you or something. It was uh, a whole plumbing issue. It's the, the issue is past though. You came, you came in. A... You needed someone to fix your bathtub, and then he came in and said, "I'm gonna fix your kitchen." And <laughs> I'm then, here to fix the problem in your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, and then and then showed you. Then it was like had a text from his boss. That he tried to show you to like prove that he was there for the kitchen, and it said, "Go fix the bathtub." Yeah. It, it literally was. I'm not even exaggerating. Like, for, I didn't. I didn't have to like shorten it for Twitter. It, it literally said, "Fix bathtub." <laughs> this is two words, three if you want to get technical, so I guess. Great. But it's like, I love it. It's like it's not even like an address. It's just fix bathtub. Fix Any bathtub. bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> He knew there was something that needed to be plumbed, and yeah. he just followed his intuition. Yeah, you bathe in the sink, don't you? you hey, you, I mean, you're six I was months old. Yeah. <laughs> Not the first time that mistake has happened, so. Wait, what? People mistaking you for being six months old? Yeah, it was well, my younger days, you know? Yeah, when you were like six, to, six months to one year old, maybe. Yeah, when I was like two, people would say, you look about... Three months ish, you know, Something and you'd like be that. like, "Oh, you're you're just flattering me. You're just, yeah. <laughs> Scott, you know, make me feel young." <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm gonna need to see some ID to buy that alcohol. Two year old boy. <laughs> yeah, it works in reverse too. Like you can go like negative twenty one, you know. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Oh wait, no, it's the ramblings of a crazy person. Look, it's um, it's you'll understand when you're older. This is big boy stuff and. <laughs> It's time to talk about the real stuff. Yeah, the, the real, the real uh, big boy stuff. Um, toys, video games. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a uh, NB uh, contacting uh, HB. Ah, uh, God, that's all the that's all the damn near puns I got right now. Uh, I'm I'm an android. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm a machine. Um, we're gonna fight each other, and it's gonna be pointless because. Fighting is futile, and the only way to—it's endless in its cycles, and the only way to stop it is to like—is well, actually, no, I'm not going to say because that would be a big spoiler, which we should stay up front. We're going to talk about uh, near Automata just now, which is a game that we have both played now, and I put up a video about it, which is like super spoilery. Which you know, if you if you played if you played the game, you can go watch that, I guess. Um, but also, like, we're going to talk about it, I guess, like, one thing I found with this game, it, I, I really struggled to talk about it last week, because it is so hard to talk about the ways in which this game succeeds at what it's trying to do without going into what happens, like, right up until, like, the very ending of the game. Um, yeah, it's true. So, it's little... I guess... Like you know, you know, I'll I'll put I'll put like uh I'll put like a timestamp in the description of the podcast, uh, just so that like you know 
okay, if 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 you if you, we're gonna go into spoilers, if you don't want it spoiled for you, go to the point at which I list in the description of the podcast. Um, I think that's I think that's sufficient warning. Would you agree, Nico? Yeah, I mean, if I if I was not on this podcast and I knew if I just heard everything we just said, I would just skip this podcast if I didn't want near to like. <laughs> we have other things to talk about so like you know you know we will we will talk about near automata for a for a chunk and then hey why not come back and we'll talk about some some hot hot new video games like dark souls <laughs> um yeah you can listen to this while you grind in near yeah exactly yeah so um yeah i guess yeah just Skip, skip ahead if you don't want to know what happens at the end of Nier and we'll all be cool. Okay? We good? Skip ahead if you think video games are silly little things. <laughs> exactly. And destroy all the credits because that's what happens. <laughs> C- credit where credit's due, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, is, that a, is that a good... <laughs> yeah, well done, Nico. It's, it's great. Um... <laughs> But yeah, okay, so I guess we're just gonna get, like, right into it. Like, you you completed Nier this week. Yeah, you, in like four days, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of one of those games that you just, you get into, and, like, it, you, you just, even, even, the, even the fact that it's, like, multiple playthroughs are required, like, you, you kind of... Like, usually if, like, it was a multiple playthrough game, I would kind of be, like, okay, I'll play it once and I'll come back to it. But I was, like, kind of just straight through, like, obviously took breaks here and there, but it was, uh, you know, it was kind of, like, a good few days, like, straight, just just going through the game. Um, yeah, I nearly... I nearly... This is a weird game. I, I nearly put it down, like, I could think of, like, five different times during that period where i was like maybe i should just stop here and then luckily i didn't uh, you, oh, you, you mean you mean just in terms of like you weren't enjoying it more like uh, it, it was it, okay I, I must say that most of this happened during the second playthrough because i was almost just like is this really just gonna be like the same game again like i was like because yeah. like, you go into this game kind of knowing that what this kind of series that the, the yokotaro series of games is kind of known for yeah the taroverse is very you go there for multiple endings you know like yeah the endings are known for kind of getting progressively more insane as the as you get the endings you know yeah totally and so i guess i was expecting something radically different in for you know uh what would you even call it attempt attempt b uh, uh, game you, b yeah because it's like the, the thing is you know, it's it suggested, like, quote, 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 unquote, suggested that you play through the game multiple times. Like, yeah. And, they, they, oh, yeah, yeah. Square Enix PR yeah, comes in. I forgot exactly. about that. Um, Which you, I actually am not sure if that's a joke or not. Like, I could not I. tell if, like, that was one of those things. I was like, this seems like something Square Enix would do because they're worried about people hating this game or something. Yeah. Also, I mean, like, to, to be It seems so meta. I mean, the thing, the thing is, like, I can imagine... Like you know, I mean, going back to our good friend DSP, he he played it once and was like, eh, "I'm not playing that again." You have to play it three times, and it's like, you Bugged know, endings. <laughs> so yeah, you, like you have to play the game 
a step like quote unquote you have to play the game three times in order to get the true ending but it's like you're at some point you're not playing the same game like it's yeah that, that's when that's when everything that's when i got back on track yeah i would say i, I got in my kind of slump of being like man this is gonna be tedious to do this four more you know like I thought, yeah yeah i literally for a hot second there was like is this just i play through the campaign as all the different characters involved and it's just going to be the same cutscenes over and over again with right. slightly different. Here's see, what this guy was doing. You, see, you know, I, it's like I, I, I didn't mind the second playthrough where you're playing as Nine S, um, because uh, it's it, like the way the way it was framed is it, like you don't get a title card until you start the second playthrough. That <laughs> like, was brilliant. I, was I, really I love good. a late title card yes. in movies, and I love when games do it even better. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, especially when it's great. like you can complete the game in quotes and then then you 14 you, hours or so to get yeah. to the title card actually like if you're playing that like at, like not rushing through and we're doing side quests through your very first playthrough like that would have taken you ages to get yeah, to that yeah. title card uh, yeah i mean like, I, I know people whose first playthrough took them like 20 hours or something um, shit. for me for me it was about like eight you know, it was, it, it wasn't... Oh, yeah, I was, like, running through parts of it. Like, uh, I avoided a lot of encounters, actually, yeah. because I was more interested in the story. Like, I gotta say, the combat was fantastic. Like, I, lo it was fun. It felt cool. I never got the hang of it, I must say, but I still liked it. Right. But uh, I still found myself much favoring just getting the fuck out of there instead of just fighting, like, 50 dudes to get to the next waypoint. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I personally... And, uh, you know, I was like, I made the video and I was kind of worried about saying that the combat kind of gets a little bit repetitive after a while because, like, I, I was like, oh shit, this that is, this is the point, though. Well, that's the thing is, like, yeah. I was kind of, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, is this like blasphemous to say that platinum combat maybe like wears a bit? But it's it, like 9S himself complains about it. Like, the mech sections especially get like, get fairly repetitive and tedious um and 9s himself says man this is a pain you know what it's like yeah the I, backtracking I, I, through the caves and shit i i yeah i i it was one of those things where i in my i i was thinking to myself like man this is a this is getting a little old like this backtracking and then as soon as i thought that he said that and i was like okay yeah yeah exactly we're back on track game like, it was like yeah it was good I, it, like the game constantly reminds you that yes this is like whatever you're feeling we know you're feeling and there is a point to it like when you get to the resistance camp like there's there's uh two people in the kind of uh machine head things that are specifically there to tell you like you know, <laughs> yeah. like ask me anything and it's like hey the map's too small <laughs> like or you know this game is too hard or yeah, something. yeah like why can't i save anywhere <laughs> and it's like yeah. it, it's it, it's it, it's crazy like the game the game knows very acutely the, the the things that players will be feeling at any given point and it's like that that's a really good indicator that okay everything i am doing here has a point because if these guys are legitimately trying to get players to feel things like frustration, then there's got to be a payoff for that, you know? And it's, and personally, I think the game pays that off fan-fucking-tastically. Um, because, because the thing is, like, I played, I played the first playthrough, and at, at the end of the first playthrough, like, I, I saw a lot of people talking about, 
man, I just finished my first playthrough of Nier and my mind was blown. And I'm like, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that great. Like, it, it, I mean, it's kind it of like was, Titanfall almost yeah, at yeah. the end. No, no, no. This was like, yeah, oh, yeah cool. totally. Yeah. It's it, like, it's, it's the same kind of thing of like, Hey, you know, doesn't doesn't matter like every, everything everything's fine you know it's uh the, like at the end of this kind of slog where you're like just kind of doing combat over and over again you get to the you end fight, you fight some bosses straight out of kingdom hearts uh, yeah <laughs> like, those uh, two guys are fucking kingdom hearts villains and it's <laughs> i could and the, the the little place you fight the little white world, the weird blocky thing where you yeah. fight them. Like, it's, it reminded me of Kingdom Hearts at it's some like point. It's like you're fighting in kind of like cyber Disney world or something. Like, and, and, you're, and your character's wearing an outfit that's just like, why is he wearing that? Like, like yeah, yeah. 9S's like long shorts with his Wellington <laughs> boots mixed with his blind... What's with the blindfolds? Do, like... Uh, I get what I that means know. on a metaphor level, but yeah. what's with it? What's with it in the, in the context of the world? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't think it really means anything <laughs> other than the metaphorical thing. Like, which... They kept taking them on and off. I was like, oh, I get it. It's very powerful. The, you know, they can see for real now with their real eyes. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I get that. But then why do they keep taking them on, putting them back on? I was like, what is this? <laughs> Stuff like that. It's just like, showing the, off. The universe like... was more confusing than the. I, I got what they were telling the real world, but what, I wanted to know more about the fictional world context at, at some points of this game because it was like, yeah, the and, world and, is and, so I, cryptic. And, I, I, and then I, I started to think, like, is that the point? Is there supposed to be no point to some of this? Yeah, well, yes, that that and that is the kind of main thing. I, I, I think that because uh, Super Bunny Hop did a video on the original Nier and kind of went into the fact that, like, yeah, it gets really meta. And some of it doesn't really make sense. And I think the kind of same thing applies here. Like, if you try and think about the the real like the real world implications within the game of things like that, some of it is gonna start kind of falling apart. But like when you're taking it as when you're taking the whole game as a metaphor, it's it it's it's surprisingly cohesive. Um because the whole thing is well to me anyway the whole thing is about futility it's like the, the futility of combat it's about cycles it's about like things repeating themselves and never having an end and just things existing to fight and die and then the cycle begins again and it's like you know that doesn't really start like hammering itself home until the third playthrough i think it's it's really it's strange but like I, I i get i get what you mean there's there's like a lot of different things in there that upon scrutiny perhaps don't make the biggest amount of sense but it's it's the story is greater than the sum of its parts you know it's uh so yeah i guess it's just like i i guess i was the world was interesting enough that the meta stuff it was like detracting from the meta stuff for me sometimes like Okay. I was I got so interested in like what what is with these androids? Like, like, like you know I just wanted to know little stuff like that and they give you like little to no backstory and I get there's like novellas for stuff in all the you know like I, Yeah. I, I'm not going to read those. The, like, the, the prequel to this was a stage play. Like, yeah. Like yeah. it's the craziness. It's like how the to draw another Metal Gear comparison, wasn't there like Metal Gear stuff that you can only find on radio dramas or something like that? Like that yeah. explained critical plot points or something like that. It was yeah, yeah. I mean, so like I don't want to go out of my way for that stuff, but like 
I mean, the thing I is, like, I, I, I just I, wanted I, to know what these characters, like, I just, I don't know, I guess what these worlds kind of feel lived in enough, like the near Drakengard universe, they feel like they've got, like, lore and history, but then yeah. it, it's almost like that's a sham, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like they do a great job of dummying it up. Maybe that's the point, maybe, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's, maybe that's I'm getting fooled just like the, the android people, you know, maybe that's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do kind of think that, like, I, I'm inclined to think that all of what you're talking about is actually intentional because it's like because when you get to the end of the third playthrough and you begin to kind of realize like okay this this whole thing is pointless we are all basically just fighting each other for the sake of fighting each other because the reason we exist it doesn't exist anymore and so and we're also our cores are identical to machines, so it's just kind of machines fighting machines for no other reason than a kind of abstract concept pitted them against each other. It's like it is when you consider the kind of futility, the larger futility of the experience, like this, the stuff to do with, um, you know, the 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 lived-in feel of of the universe like starts to matter less and less because it feels like this is the culmination of a of a cycle you know it's and it's just gonna go back to the beginning you know um so uh, yeah i don't know it's uh it's it's it's, like it's a game that i can't stop turning around in my head you know i i keep coming back to it and thinking like man there's, there's 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 so much going on here that like some of it works and like some of it doesn't but the fact that it's so ambitious in what it tries to do with the mechanics of a video game like i can excuse the parts that don't work you know what i mean it's um it's for sure the best plot a bullet hell has ever had <laughs> yeah like, yeah for sure <laughs> this would be a great bullet hell game if this cut out everything else and just had released the bullet hell segments like that i'd love it like, 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 uh, yeah, i are fun i found those bits a little bit tedious i guess it's mainly just the fact that like when you're playing as 9s you're constantly just hacking into enemies and then getting that little bullet hell 8-bit game um Dude, you're bullet helling while you're in a bullet hell game. That was amazing. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty layered and that's cool, but I just think uh yeah, it, it, after after a while it kind of went the way of the the main combat of the game, which like for me was was hampered by things like camera issues and stuff. Like the camera was all over the place and sometimes Lock on in that game was so broken. It yeah, was like Yeah. I would, there would be a guy right in front of you and you'd hit the lock on button. It would lock on to the guy, three guys behind him. Oh like God, it, would, it was so irritating. Oh, and there's sections of this game where there's like, you know, friendlies, but you can still lock on and kill the friendlies. <laughs> yeah. And so I had to like restart a couple times because I might have killed Pasquale by accident. <laughs> you see, like I, I or created Pasquale. Sorry, Pasquale. Pas- yeah, pa- Pascal. I, Pascal. I, I, I created a couple of. Uh, I, I used the other save points because I was like the other save slots rather because I was like, I've got to see what happens when you kill these robots. <laughs> it's like, um, and you know, the game ends. Yep. <laughs> like you see that that's that's another thing the, the 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 endings of the game are very much just like you have 
endings A to E, which are the main endings of the game. And then you have ending Y, which is something that we can maybe come on to in a bit, which is like its own thing. But then the rest are all just very elaborate game overs. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it, like it, it was... I was playing as 9S, like, the very start of um, the second playthrough, and I, I I wandered off the beaten path and fell off a ledge, and then it was like, oh, the game's over. <laughs> I was like, yeah. wait, what? And then I had to do the the bit where you're playing as the little tiny robot who's going to get the bucket of oil, and he goes so <laughs> fucking slowly, and I had to do that again. The moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just like, oh man, please just, can I skip this? <laughs> I got I got what you were trying to say. I'm sorry for falling off a ledge. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it's... That's the thing. There, there are so many elements about this game that I'm just like, I didn't enjoy or were irritating in a way. Like, towards the end of the game, like, the, the final few boss fights were not great and stuff like that and uh oh like, man the, 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 the ball robot fight in that oh, desert i had to do that thing like 10 times i hated that fight <laughs> you see that's that's the thing though because there's there's also like you get chipsets in the game where you you acquire you you acquire and equip things that will boost your abilities and it was like i had things like auto use weapon or auto use items rather so it was like whenever you got to like a certain amount of health you would just use a use a recovery item automatically like you wouldn't have to go into yeah. the little menu and select everything and so i just like i spent all my money and stocked up on like 99 recovery items for each you know small medium and large so i was just like i'm good and then you just die for some reason and i'm like i guess my chip set didn't work then and then that chip is gone because because it exists on the body like oh you have, yeah, you, you have, that you mechanic have, is so annoying. I mean, it's it's annoying, but it makes sense. Like in 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 the sense that it's like the the whole way that memory works in that game. It's like your memory is uploaded to the the bunker, and then when you die, that memory is put into another like model. So you know, it, it, so yeah, that like you have to go and retrieve the chipset because that body is just lying out there. <laughs> Like your memory just got transferred into another like body, so uh, like it makes sense within the world. It, it's it, and it's the same with the autosave system. That was that annoyed me more than anything because it was like there was there was one time where um I it was it was in the third playthrough and it was one of the bits where as nine s you're exploring one of the um the the towers to like to activate to unlock the main tower in the middle like you had oh, yeah. to go and do all these things and it was like multiple multiple enemy encounters followed by two bosses then the game crashed and i was like <laughs> well i guess i've just got to do all that again <laughs> it was i was just like man taro my dude all saves are really really good things and but then it it plays into the 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 struggle to to maintain one's memory and to like have a legacy almost it's it plays into those themes really well but at the same time it's also just like god if you could just give me a checkpoint or something <laughs> it's, um yeah so it, it, it there's and that's the thing ultimately ultimately it comes back to the fact that at its core 
this is an anti-player game. Like, this does not hold its players in high regard. The, the whole point is that you are meant to notice that and say, okay, this is trying to tell me something about the nature of my interactions with it. And, and the ending, ending E is super fucking powerful for, for what it is. Like, yeah. Cause, cause the whole thing is that, you know, you play through, so, so you get endings A and B, which are the first two playthroughs. The first playthrough you're playing is 2B, uh, and then the second playthrough you're playing is 9S, like going through more or less the same events, but from 9S's perspective. So you're going to like different places whilst 2B is doing the things that you played through in the first playthrough, you know? Um, so it's like, it's kind of a lot of new content. And then the third playthrough pulls a Metal Gear Solid 5. Like it has a trailer <laughs> for what, for, for the next thing, which I yeah. thought was great. I was like, this is like... You know, for all that for all that Metal Gear Solid Five has real, real problems with its story and stuff. Like I remember seeing that trailer and being like, "Fucking hell, that's so good!" And then Near Automata did the same thing, and I was like, "Yep." Um, and <laughs> like, is it, is it, it, it comes down to things like you know, so the first playthrough is you know I, I was playing it on normal. I didn't play it on like harder and and it was the the first playthrough was. <laughs> fairly you know it, it it was a it was a kind of fairly regular progression in difficulty you know you level up and the enemies level up alongside you and stuff um and then the second playthrough was trivial because it was i was playing as a leveled up guy but the enemies weren't necessarily like matching that and then the third playthrough like ramps the difficulty way up um mm -hmm. and uh yeah but um but yeah, so the third playthrough, you're is like so it pulls the Metal Gear Solid Five, and has the trailer for the next chapter. You play the next chapter in which Two B gets killed by is it A two or Two A? Is it A two? A two, yeah, A two. Uh, like because Two B gets corrupted by a virus as does the bunker like the bunker basically gets destroyed like all the orha units like uh go nuts because they've all been infected with this virus 2b has been infected with the virus as well um so she goes and meets 2a who or a2 sorry who kills her with 2b's like consent like 2b is like this is gonna end like just kill me and then 9s runs along sees sees a2 kill 2b <laughs> then two, a2, a2 cuts her hair for some reason oh god yeah. <laughs> and then then 9s sets out on a mission of revenge to kill a2 so then you're playing from both you're playing from both the perspectives of 9s and a2 a2's only goal in this is to eliminate the machines 9s is trying to kill a2 but and the machines and the machines but then he's yeah so so that's why he's going <laughs> to the tower i guess that just appears the tower appears in the middle of the desert and th so then i don't know why a2 goes to the tower she's got nothing better to do i guess like that's that's 
Actually, there's an announcement that plays over the entire world. <laughs> yeah, but like the says, first like, one, the too. tower is open. You know, so like, <laughs> it's the, it, like it really reminded me of like um, Let It Die. <laughs> it's like uh, you know the it's, uh, kind of the insurance <laughs> like woman that comes up there. It's like, hey, would you like to respawn? <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a um, shopping mall announcer or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then which, so, which wait, that that tower ended up being a cannon that shot the consciousness of everybody into the moon or something yeah. what the hell was it, that all about um it was like because the whole thing is that humanity or like the androids have been told that humanity is on the moon like because of project gestalt which if you remember from the original near was like the idea that humans were being separated like their souls were being separated from their bodies. The bodies were called the replicants. I want to say I'm probably fucking this all up so much. Like they, near, they were near, like meat. They were like meat puppets for human being souls, but then they gained consciousness, and then it be right. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, yes, because they they then became shades, and that yeah. was that's the whole. They're the enemies in the original near, and so the, the the humans apparently went to space because Project Gestalt was a huge failure. Project Yorha was started to eliminate the machines to clear out the path for the humans to return to Earth, if I remember correctly. But then it turns out that the humans went extinct. So the tower exists <laughs> to shoot the consciousness of the machines into the moon, but the humans are already dead. The, mo the moon server, right? Is that what it's called? Something like that. <laughs> See, this is the thing. It's, it's been... The human moon server. <laughs> like, I haven't played this game in about a week, and it's, it, like, it, it's, it, now that we're talking about it, it's like, man, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> when you say plot points of this game out loud, you sound like a legitimate crazy person. Yeah. Just like, and then they shot the moonbeam to the, the human <laughs> server, and then... And then, but then it's all like, you know... It's like a poem at the end, or not a poem, like a little short story where it's like <laughs> the, vi the villains from ending A are like in in the consciousness canon and they invite you in and nobody's an enemy and it's like... Yeah, but... It's but such whole, a weird ending. But, but the whole thing is like... You find out at the end of the third playthrough because, like, essentially nine, 9S and A2 both ascend the tower and they meet each other at the top and, like, it's revealed that... It's, it's hammered home that 9S's only purpose now... Because he, he knows... He, know, he knew at the, the end of the second playthrough that Project Gestalt was a failure and that humans were extinct. So, like him going into into the third playthrough it, it, he has no other purpose but revenge and it's like it, it, and the pod is like this is illogical and he's like right okay stop like i'm gonna fight i'm gonna fight a2 whoever wins you you protect them pod <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like cease all logic functions and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's like the game is hammering home that the conflict is totally illogical um a2 reveals that she is actually 2e and the two model was designed specifically to eradicate <laughs> the 9s model when they got to the truth about project gestalt and project yorha 
which is why <laughs> which is why at the end of the first play like it flashes back to the end of the first playthrough where uh where 2b is choking a corrupted 9s to death and she says it always ends like this like it, uh, so so the whole thing is just a cycle <laughs> of violence and then it, it, you hack in and it's revealed that the fucking the 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 tower is controlled by this 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 nebulous ai which is just pitting robots against androids like for for no real reason other than to gather data i guess so that this ai can develop more consciousness i i can't really remember and then it's like you defeat that you defeat them by not attacking them which is quite clever in itself because it's highlighting the fact that the only way to stop the conflict is to stop the conflict and then uh, then the pods like so the whole thing is like a2 defeats 9s in the canonical ending or is it the canonical which one's canonical? Because you can pick either one, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you because you can pick to fight nine S as eight as two E, or you can choose to fight two E as nine S. And if you, so well, one's two D and one's three D, I believe. Yes. Uh, so if I did you, them if back you, to back. Yeah. Yes. If you choose if you choose nine S, then you're fighting on the two D plane thing. And if you're if you're fighting as two E then it's like uh it's the normal combat you know um and so whatever happens like they both end up dying is uh in order like uh, in order to get ending e though you have to do both endings and then then the pods start talking during the during the credits and they're like hey okay we're going to delete all the data relating to project yorha or whatever and then they pause it and they say, like, I can't delete the data. And this one of the pods says, you wanted them to live too, didn't you? Because oh, yeah. it's, it, it's pretty bittersweet, the ending. Like, the ending is, you know, everything ends and just everything falls apart. And it's like... Both endings end with them both dead. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, the 2E ending ends with the pods taking nine nine s away with two a or two e sorry saying look after nine s um oh yeah but then the whole thing collapses and it's like wait did they make it out yeah yeah or, like because hey, everyone has died anyways like who cares yeah <laughs> uh, but then so so the pods then start so the pods in the credits get you in the in the hacking ship thing that you, you when you hack you do the bullet hell game as this little ship you start deleting all the credits <laughs> you start fighting the credits <laughs> like attacking the people who created this horrible nihilistic ending <laughs> and you go pretty good. it's it's pretty great and you go through it for about 10 minutes and then eventually it gets to a point where it's like this is kind of impossible and then 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 the game really starts <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> where you get 
the, 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 the so you you get help from other players who who leave you me- like they leave you messages when you die and the game's like do you think games are a silly play thing yet and and you go like no like are you ready to give up no and you keep going through every time you die and then it's like hey you got a rescue signal and then it's like okay i accept the help and then just you get surrounded <laughs> by this little cluster of other ship things and you you progress through and you kill square enix and it's great um and then you get to the end and you find out the sacrifice that those players made in order that they could help you, which is flashbacks to the original Nier, deleting all your save data. <laughs> and it's it's remarkably powerful for what it is. It's like it's deleting some data of a game you've completed, so you probably don't need it anymore. But it's like it it, it, it flat out says to you like hey in order to help this person you might not you don't know who they are this might be some someone you entirely dislike and who does not appreciate <laughs> it like are you sure you want to delete this and it's like it's like you know yes i'm sure it's like are you sure these people might think you're just doing it for show are you really sure like you want to help these people and it's like Yes, I'm sure. It's like, are you really, really sure? <laughs> and like, at that point, I said no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, by that point, I was pretty much like, like. So, so the first time I did it, I was kind of like, because because I was planning to make a video on it, and at that point, I, like it says, you know, you worked so hard to unlock the chapter select thing, and I was like, yeah. actually, that might be quite useful for getting footage. <laughs> for the video so i was like uh, well, my, my, yeah because like that's how i got ending d so fast was i just went to the exact yeah, moment yeah. or whatever or ending e was i went to the exact moment where the choice was and i just yeah. did it again and got the other <laughs> ending yeah i was like sure. i would like to be able to do that again i don't know <laughs> well well to in order to get ending e you have to yeah exactly wait, you have e, to, I, i'm not now i'm getting confused there was one ending that happened incredibly fast was that e that, or d that, that, that would that, that it would Yes, it would be D or E because, like, when you unlock ending C or D, that's when you unlock chapter select, which is when you can go back and just do that choice again and then get the other, which you get ending C, D, and then that gets you ending E. Um, That's right. I just remember one, like, after I got C, I think it was within, I don't even think I'm exaggerating here, like, minutes I had D. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, like... The game requires three playthroughs to get five endings, you know, it's, yeah. uh, so, uh, but yeah, so, so the first time I was like, actually, you know, that chapter select might be quite useful. And then it just, I, I was like, okay, I've got all the footage I need. I'm just going to go and delete my save. And it, like, uh, but you were just like, <laughs> you don't, you aren't, you aren't even like capturing footage. <laughs> you just had like, like, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> I put over twenty hours in this game in like four days. I'm fucking keeping this. <laughs> but like, but that, that was kind of my thing. I was like, okay, I've put the time in. What else am I going to use this save data for? Like, <laughs> and and that's that's when you start. That's when I started to think like, okay, like the the whole thing, like it, the whole thing about the multiple playthroughs are hammering home the fact that as to be says as she chokes 9s to death it always ends like this so for me it was just a, it was a case of like 
okay, by replaying this game, I am just perpetuating the the cycle of conflict that has been proven to be pointless, like, and absolutely futile. You know, the, it's the conflict that Yoko Taro very much wants you to look at and say, okay, like, why am I doing this? Like, this is just murdering, you know, sentient beings that, you know like just for the sake of it essentially you know because there's no point to it so at the end of the game it's it's saying did you learn your lessons here prove it <laughs> like prove that you learned the conflict is like because because the whole thing is like the game moves in cycles and it's a very kind of fatalistic approach to life and uh but like there's there's i got the sense that there was like a shred of hope from yoko taro that you would play that through and say hey okay maybe this is pointless i was at the end of it i was like okay i got what i needed to out of the game and i just kind of want to like finish this and you know see what the game has to say when i choose to break that cycle of conflict and even then the game is like you know it, i mean it, it, like so so it it goes through and like very slowly deletes everything from the menus like your quests your items your chips everything and and you know it's very easy to think at that stage like oh fuck this is really rubbing it in but like to me it was like celebratory because it was you know saying hey you got rid of all of this like you don't need to fight anymore this is this fighting's done like this is this is over just you know if you want to play again then that's on you but it's like you you learned your lesson and we are congratulating you for learning your lesson and it's uh but then the pods uh, like afterwards after the actual like after that section a cutscene plays and the pods are like could this happen again sure <laughs> it's like you know and it's and, and that's just could it happen again yeah if the player picks the game up again <laughs> it's, um so it's it's fucking weird and remarkably it conveys a remarkably powerful message about the nature of conflict and how you stop it uh, like through something as simple as deleting data and that's that is that is where the game like really cemented itself for me as like okay everything all the little niggling doubts i had about this game up until this point were like completely ironed out of existence here because it's like okay everything that we've gone through everything about the repetitive nature of combat the 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 multiple playthroughs everything just felt a little uncanny and like it was you know it was there for a reason it wasn't purely to provide me with a a player driven experience that is like hey you know we'll we'll guide you along here it's just like it's difficult and not not in the sense of like oh this this really hard game or whatever it's difficult in the sense that you have to like combat a lot of the game itself um but that ending was like okay this was this it was leading to this and i am totally okay with that so yeah <laughs> i could always just launch uh right before ending e again just do it i mean at like, the end of the yeah, day <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly exactly and like there were so many people like when i made that video i had a couple of people saying yeah i just backed up my safety <laughs> and i was like sure okay fair yeah, enough Tara, i get the message 
I also am a man who doesn't like his time wasted. So. <laughs> exactly. I've but got games to play, mister. I can appreciate. I, I don't like conflict either. Good. Jaboom, jaboom. Let's keep going. <laughs> I don't like conflict, but I also really like video games. <laughs> I get it, man. I get it. It's, it's you know, same, same old story, different skin. It's just, I, I don't need a reason to kill these things. Just I'm doing it. I get it, man. I get it. I um, get it. But yeah, like, I, I I don't know. I, at that stage, I was very much like, okay, this is an important game in a lot of ways. You know, it, it, like... It's it, making it's, my list this year, probably. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, and it's weird to say that because, like I say, so many parts of it are kind of, like, middling to, you know, like... if it, it, They're functional, but, like, they have little things that perhaps annoy you as you're playing and stuff, but it's it's all it's all for a very... A very good reason at the end of the day so um you know like just because something isn't like n- inherently fun doesn't mean there's like there's an aesthetic or artistic purpose to it and i think this proves that more than anything because i was thinking about you know okay what games like needed to be games like what what stories needed to be told through the mediums of games and i was like mafia 2 papers please near automata and outside of that like undertale maybe even though undertale's not a very good story um like it's you know there there are there aren't many games that like need to be games like actually use the mechanics of how you interact with them to tell their story metal gear solid like the first one kind of like disc switching and checking the back of the physical box like that would kind of yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, like, like, you, could, you could do that on TV, I guess, with a movie or something. But, you know, like I mean, I like, don't know. Like, the way the way I, like I was I was thinking when I was making that video of like talking about Metal Gear Solid Two, but then I was kind of like, you know, Metal Gear Solid Two's ending. Like, there are ways that you could definitely make an argument for Metal Gear Solid Two, but like the main ways in which that game turns really meta is through things like the codec. Or, you know, like, Fish and Mailed is just a frame for the action that's happening on screen. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, the codec is just... The exposition becomes somewhat less reliable, you know? And it's... it's so, it's not quite using, like, you know, all the elements of of a game... Like, you know, when, when people say that, you know, you could explore a lot of what Metal Gear Solid is trying to do through a movie like they're not wrong you know there are definitely elements of that um you know but near automata is like you could not tell that story without it being a game like even things like multiple playthroughs like you don't you don't like play you, you don't watch movies again for extra content you know i mean it's like you you have you have things like um uh you know uh, Rashomon and stuff like that where it's you know things 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 kind of your perspective changes on certain things or whatever but it's the content is exactly the same uh, it, like it's just your context the context under which you view it changes like with with near automata is it's like you you have the game and the game is providing you with new content like through your through your multiple playthroughs and stuff so um yeah i don't know it's it's uh I I think it's a very important game. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And like you know, I'm I'm 
like well well i definitely wouldn't recommend it to everybody like for me the, the way i put it is um i would recommend it to fans of the ending of metal gear solid 2 before i would recommend it to hack and slash fans you know it's uh because it's it's all about like it's it's weird like saying that playing the game is all about you know like playing through 20 something hours like the purpose of that is to get to those last that that last like half an hour you know it's like uh, yeah it's it's really fucking strange but i'm 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 very happy that it got made cuz you you really don't expect something like that to exist in a kind of triple a environment you know what i mean it's cuz it's a square enix that published it and kind of felt like a good old mid-tier game from the olden days like or not the olden days but like 10 years ago you know what i mean yeah, like the yeah, way yeah. It, the way it kind of played out i guess it was kind of cool like, yeah yeah totally it reminded me of the bouncer if the bouncer wasn't a piece of shit <laughs> man uh, i mean one one thing is it, like it really made me want to go back and play the original near as as well as uh things like uh Drakengard and stuff you know even though i know those games i know that like Drakengard isn't necessarily the most fun game to play it's like okay but there's square, a story square 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 yeah. square <laughs> but there's a story to be told there and apparently the story is pretty good so um yeah i don't know it's uh yeah <laughs> I guess like it's it's kind of like what what else do you really say to like about the game is do do you think uh this game is like con not condescending but talks down to people who play video games kind of in the way that uh, hotline miami got at you know what i mean like how it's like you just love the violence don't you like yeah yeah not that i'm saying i think that but i see a lot of response to this game being like oh it's just one of those like video games are bad games you know like like that's people are kind of writing off this game's message i I think it's a lot less i think it's a lot more neutral than that yeah i mean i I would say that through ending e it gives you more than enough of a chance to redeem yourself that it's like it you know because most like the thing is it was the same with like spec ops the line and stuff like it really didn't like it just kind of I I adore Spec Ops Line, and you know I think it's one of my favorite games ever. But it's like it, it's very judgmental of the player and doesn't give you like a lot in the way of like you know being able to get out of that. Like the only way, like the thing is with Spec Ops, like the way the way Walt Whit- no, it's not Walt Whitman. Uh, I can't remember his name. Like the, the guy who wrote the game, like one of the Walt one Whit- of the who's that yeah, exactly? Walt that's Whitman that sounds is, really familiar. That's weird. Like Walt Whitman is um uh, give me give me a sec I'm 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 I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking up the the writer like Walt Walt Whitman is a poet but it's um like uh Walt Williams that was it um uh for uh because Walt Whitman is the is the one that in Breaking Bad uh and um, Walt Whitman yeah is that Walter White no 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 um well uh Walt yes so so Walt 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 Whitman um was uh you know spoilers for fucking breaking bad if you haven't seen it yet but it's like um Walt Whitman 
is the reason that Walter White gets found out by Hank. What? Have you seen uh, Breaking Bad? No, yeah, I'm just... It's been, like, five years or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, so, yes, it, it, like, because uh, it, it's the whole thing. He reads the... Hank reads the poem on the toilet, and it's like, um, you know, and it's... It, it, it's from a book given to given to Walter by Gail, who is killed at the end of season three, I want to say, and it's like, to my other favourite, WW, and th- and that's where Hank, like, realises, oh, fuck, Walter White has been Heisenberg all... We're talking about fucking Breaking Bad! <laughs> Careful in this podcast if you don't want near automatist spoilers and Breaking Bad spoilers, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Drop in a significant spoiler for another series in the middle of all this. I will I will be sure to to alert people to that in the description. So um But yes, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, Walt Whitman and so that was, was Walt um, Williams or something. Walt, Walt uh Walt Williams is who is the writer of Spec Ops <laughs> the Line one of the can well in his head one of the canonical endings for spec ops the line is putting down the controller and stopping playing the game like you, you the hope is that the hope i guess there is that the player will say fucking hell i can't do this like this is morally wrong in every way and we'll stop we'll put the controller down and stop playing but it's like at the end of the day that's like you know, I, I love that how bold that is but at the end of the day it's like someone who's just spent like 60 dollars on a well i mean i say you know 60 dollars like now it's like fucking three dollars or something but um it's, uh, if you, it's a bit like, pretentious I'd yeah say. yeah it's like to say like hey you bought this game stop playing it <laughs> you know um, yoko taro does the same thing but he actually makes that gameplay somehow yeah he makes that gameplay at the end of the game, you know what I mean? And you have to, well, I mean, like, you still got to dodge your ass off in that part. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's challenging. Like, it's 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 engaging as a video game, you know? So it's, uh, uh, yeah. It's a hell of a bullet hell segment, too. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I couldn't do that bit my, by myself, but part of me is like, I kind of want to try. <laughs> like, because it's, because the bullet hell in that game is damn good. Uh, it's like it's just like really nice i just found myself wanting to play bullet hell games after this even though like it's like oh man these are great yeah. little flying sections were like a nice little addition yes yes so it, i mean that's the thing like the game does kind of you know at least try and keep things varied even though the point of it is that eventually you do it enough that it becomes routine and like it becomes as routine as the greater thematic conflict at play there you know um but you know you're you're never you're never doing the the same thing for too long you know what i mean um how is your right uh any of your right fingers doing after playing (laughs) this game because my index finger hammering fucked after holding just holding down the gatling gun (laughs) yeah i I think i've had my finger in that position for like a total of it's gotta be like 18 hours or something doing that like just yeah yeah man i had i have blisters on my finger that i on weird parts of my finger after that <laughs> i know you can change the controls to whatever you want but i couldn't do it like i just yeah, yeah. i don't know uh, it's 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 uh it's a hell of a game to play like it's it's uh 
I don't want to say it's like references sure. to the other games, by the way. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, there's no like, hey, yeah. here's this character now. Remember him? Well, there is that, but it, well, it, you, there's the Dragon Guard is, stuff in here though that's like well, kind of cool and deep. Even even the even the characters from older games, it was like, I mean, I I haven't played more than like you know a couple of hours of the original Near, and it was like, it, it, like characters were appearing here in in Near Automata that. I, I was just treating as normal characters and then I went back and read up on it and I was like, holy shit, like these are actually like super significant characters in the lore of things like Drakengard and Nier and it's like, I think it's yeah. admirable the way that that stuff's handled because it's like you really don't classy. need... Yeah, yeah. Like you don't need to have played Nier or Drakengard in order to have those characters have their impact on the story but like reading up about it afterwards i was like holy shit like if someone went and played near and drakengard like beforehand they would like appreciate this on a whole different level you know it's uh because it really highlights like the 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 time <laughs> like because like this this whole series is like is taking place across multiple multiple millennia <laughs> it's like tens of thousands of years yeah. long it's bizarre like, and multi-dimensional too seeing yeah. as how half half the series is spun off of a joke ending from another yeah, game exactly from one game oh god and then the other games in that series are just continuations of that universe and then it's like <laughs> except for the third dragon guard which then is all about like anime android women which is closer to this near than the other near it's so weird yeah, like it's like yeah it doesn't make oh, any sense, but there's like thematic stuff that carries over, like just visually, like that. Uh, whoever you are in Drakengard Three kind of reminds me of Two B because they both have like similar patched eyes. If you yes, I, I noticed if you got the um the 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 dumb steam bonus that I noticed you had in your video, the, the, <laughs> the dumb valve eyes. Uh, like the the base one that they're always advertising looks just like that lady's flower eye from Drakengard Three. You know, like there's yes. little stuff like that all throughout this game. It's like, yeah, that and might then... just be a part of the overall message, though. Is like he pro. Uh, okay, this is gonna be a weird thing to say. He, it's like he's been making the same games since 2003 with Drakengard. You know what I mean? Pretty like, pretty much, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't mean to say they're all the same game. Obviously, I mean like yeah, yeah. And not even necessarily story beats, but it's like he has like roles and characters that he always fills. He has the annoying little kid that's in everything. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a meal, by the way. Like, like, <laughs> I mean, I know he's not that annoying, but there's a there's like a there's an equivalent to a meal in the Drakengard series, and I can't yes. remember his name. Yes, and uh, yeah, like all those characters get filled. It's it's cool. I like. It. I, I and mean, it's, it's even things like. It Once feeds you into that message of like, do you even care what the story is, what the pieces are of this puzzle, as long as you get to play your game? You know, like that's kind of yeah. what it feels like. I mean, but it's even things like when you get ending E and you get to that title screen again after deleting your save data, it comes up like like the title screen comes up, but it's just um it's like to be sword with the white flower on it. And the white flower is like the symbol that's used throughout all the fucking tarot games, you know? It's a uh, um, fetch so it's, quest, it's, I believe, like an, in this game, too. I think. What's that? Uh, there's an Emil fetch quest, I want to say, in this, that's, oh, like, yeah, all where you get centered the around those. Tears. Yeah. yeah, and that's, like, a big... That's a, a big engine of the plot of the original Nier 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's... Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, 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 it's kind of... It's a lot of really neat touches here that 
makes sense like as 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 a standalone product but also if you have that understanding of the other games then it it takes on a new meaning which is which is great and uh, somehow got a universe with like anime android women and that's like kingdom hearts almost mixed yeah. with like medieval dark like fantasy dragon people who have to sacrifice aspects of their humanity to make packs with monsters. you know it's like what is yeah, this craziness yeah, totally. like it's a bizarre little world that has like hints of all being connected but it's like i i bet if you overthink it it becomes a mess like yes yes it's for sure. like <laughs> um but yeah i guess that's that's near automata like yeah i i i i, I uninstalled it because <laughs> I, I think to I'm make going re- to as well, I, honestly. <laughs> I need, I, yeah, I mean, there's like I say, there's other endings. Like you get ending Y, where you fight Emil, or and like you know that that seems like that seems cool and stuff. But it also means getting all the weapons and upgrading them all, and also upgrading them past the first dude that can upgrade your weapons. So you've got to go and find the other dude. Um, Literally typing an ending Y to get and getting ready to watch it after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah. I, I, but I, you know, I had to delete it to make space and stuff. And I was just like, ah, you know, I got the message. I, I probably won't come back to this, but I still think about it even like a week after playing it. So, um, yeah, I guess that's kind of near automata. Like, is is uh, is there any? Oh shit! Holy shit! Sorry, complete tangent um apparently we just hit no- apparently i just hit another patreon goal which is oh yeah i got an email about that yeah congratulations <laughs> sweet uh, yeah if you're if you're listening to this and you're a patron then thank you so much that's that's really cool and uh and humbling Uh-oh. and stuff what time for you to do let's plays yeah yeah um i i i've been thinking about you know i've been thinking about a lot of stuff to do with that in terms of like okay what formats are going to take am i going to stream it am i go like how am i going to like present that in terms of you know do i start another channel and everything it's so there's a lot like there's a lot of thought going into it it's not it's not something that's going to be like oh we hit the goal here's the first one like it's something i've got to like think about and i will be talking to the patrons about it just to get their thoughts and everything but uh you know i've got i've got games in mind for that that um i am very excited to to like present in that format you know i think i think that'll be kind of fun and interesting like as opposed to having to like like partake in the in the amazing challenge of like condensing my thoughts on a game into a 10 minute video like have that just be my thoughts across the entire game and stuff you know um yeah so yeah i'm 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 very excited to to get into that so th- rival thank schools. you, you rival rival school. school. <laughs> yeah here we go breaking down the the story of rival schools where it's uh <laughs> one school has kidnapped other <laughs> school kids in order to program their brains to, to be more what, what's the story of rival skills? It's it's all about futility. <laughs> yeah, rival skills, the, the Yoko Taro game that Yoko Taro didn't make. <laughs> That's Toko Yaro. This is best friend. <laughs> oh, it's God. actually Yoko E. <laughs> See, they see, that's the big revelation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, once once you beat all the credits in in 
in near automata they like the letters just sort of form into rival schools united these letters are united by fate um <laughs> fucking hell so the plot the story the story of rival schools introduces the player to a japanese city called alharo city where several local schools are the victims of unknown attacks and kidnappings the player's team eventually faces off against raizo Iwama- Imawano, principal of the school Jesus Christ. the principal story. gets involved with a school rivalry yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, like, well, it's not no, like against the law. Well, no, no, the, the whole thing. Like, that's the, the the principal of that school carries around a samurai sword wherever he goes. <laughs> like, so uh, eventually the story reveals. Done. Eventually, the story reveals that an elite school in the city, Justice High, is responsible for the attacks. Um, like, there's a whole thing about like mind control and stuff. It's uh, when yeah. does any schoolwork get done at the school? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Everyone's getting mind control and fighting. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so that's uh, that's rival schools. Uh, no, the best. no, but congratulations on the Patreon goal. That's awesome. Yeah, thank, thank you, man. That's uh, it's. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy that it's. You know, now, now the next goal is doing this full time, which is fuck. Like I never ever expected anything close to that so like man get ready that, yeah yeah th- th- thank you thank you everyone for that's the really it's uh you, you've you've touched my soul um so <laughs> oh, i like uh, to say soul not like a souls video is coming <laughs> i mean there is another <laughs> the, the next the next video no more dark souls videos ever we talked next, about this. The next the next video is going to be a Dark Souls video. The Dark Souls <laughs> of Near Near Automata. Okay, <laughs> sounds good to me. Um, no, the, the, actually, this kind of plays into what I what the other stuff I've been playing this week because that new Dark Souls three DLC came out. The the is Ring it out, City, out or is it yeah, out it's, for it's, you it's, it, exclusive it, it, peeps? No, no, it was. Uh, it I I had I had access to it on the monday before it came out for some reason i didn't realize it until like much later on but it was it was there and i could play it and oh, uh man, look at that. it took me a good like 10 to 12 hours to beat it because man it's hard <laughs> like and the first time i like so i so i'm now I've nearly beaten it twice now because I've been capturing footage for it for this next video coming up. And when I first played it, I was like, man, you know, this is really good. And uh, I'm I, I, like, then the second time I realized, like, maybe I'm just comparing this to Ashes of Ariandel, which I really didn't enjoy. I, and like, it starts. So the whole thing is like you you access you access the the ring city from the end point of the first dlc like it, huh. like literally in the boss fight room like you 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 go down to the boss fight room and there's another bonfire in there and can you can you access this if you have not beat the first DLC? yes well, um, oh that's whoa that's, so you have to buy the first one no, no, you you don't have to buy the first one because if you if you if you haven't bought the first one, the the bonfire to take you to the second DLC will appear outside the final boss, like of the main game. 
Oh, okay. So, like, it w- which seems weird in terms of, like, this whole thing is meant to be, like, it's, it's weird, like, the Ring City is, like, the sequel to to um, to um the, the first DLC, Ashes of Ariandel. Like, it, it's it's a continuation um and it's Mm. it's 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 a weird way to frame it and i i think it's a good way to frame it um what i will say is the environmental design is maybe some of the best in the series it's it's like astounding the amount like the amount of detail um and like the 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 kind of the variety of it all like ashes of iron dell was like you got in it was snowy you got to the end it was snowy <laughs> it's uh like yeah it was a yeah, bit it, sn- it, snowy with black goop everywhere it yeah yeah and cool. it, 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 it's it, it looked kind of dull and uh you can't really level that accusation here because this dlc goes places um actually goes to like places from like dark souls 2 which is weird like it kind of touches on areas from that game um and it looks amazing the problem is that i would much rather just be able to like explore it a bit more freely as opposed to from the very start be bombarded with perhaps like the most constant bombardment of difficulty in a Souls game that isn't two. It's crazy how difficult this is. Like, I, 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 I as you know, at some point I was just like, man, I, like, again, my, I've played through the game like quite a few times. My character was like really high level. Uh, at some point I was just like, man, I'm just gonna fucking brute force my way through this, like, run past a bunch of stuff. Um, just so i can like you know see the bosses like fight fight the enemies i need to fight um and just kind of see where it goes um and that you know if if i if i hadn't done that then it would have taken me about like it would have taken me a lot longer than like 12 hours to beat it um it's it's relentless you know you start off and uh you have these angels shooting lasers at you or you have one angel shooting lasers at you and it's you know, and those lasers do a hell of a lot of damage, um, and they fire constantly. And then you get to a point where multiple angels appear, and it's like, <laughs> and it's and it's like this is this really like cool environment that's kind of been laid to waste, and you're you're navigating across like collapsed buildings and stuff, and it's it's really like you, there's a lot of like super high drops that um you know you have messages on the ground displaying like it's it's not like player messages it's like the game specific messages where it's like hey drop down here you won't die and it's like you take these massive drops into like piles of ash and uh and it's and it's great and it's it really kind of gets this this thing across like this world was once living but like its inhabitants, the architecture is also collapsing to ash, and um, and that also creates some weird things in terms of how you navigate the world and everything. And it's it's legitimately really cool. And I was like, I want to explore this, but then I've got like three fucking angels in the air, like constantly bombarding me with, 
and I'm just like, Jesus, so, so all I can do is hide in this fucking little hut. <laughs> like, um, and then just when when I see an opening, just fucking bolt like right to the to the the, the correct path or whatever. You know, and and it's like, man, you're you're really not like this is meant to be like the 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 closing chapter of dark souls like and and in many ways it is like it's it's weird to hear characters in the world reference the dark soul you know it's um because you know you hear characters talking about souls and stuff and all that but you never hear characters like you rarely hear characters invoke the term dark soul and it's like it gives it this weird thing of finality where it's like this is about the dark soul um but like you you have you really have no choice but to like dart about from place to place because if you don't then you're you know you will if you if you wait about then you'll get absolutely obliterated you know um and it's kind of disappointing in that sense like it it, you know I, i was just like you know part of me was maybe expecting like just to be able to kind of like i don't want to say relax but you know what i mean just kind of have it like okay this is this is the the point at which we say goodbye to dark souls and just kind of have it like be slightly more mellow in that regard like that would have been really cool i think it would kind of match the tone of the world which is like kind of it's dying um it there's there's a there's a beauty in its decay um and you just get to kind of revel in that but you don't get to revel in that it, it instead you're constantly focused on these things that border on the unfair um there there are like a lot of moments that i can point to and i'm just like man this 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 is this is crazy how how am i expected to get through this without you know taking a good deal of damage and like even now i've completed it i'm kind of like man how how did i get through that like i it's it's not the same thing that you get with other souls things where it's like you you can analyze okay what did i get better at here in order to progress it's like here it's just it all kind of moves so fast that it's like fuck okay i guess i'm here now um and yeah that's not the way i want to it's not the way i wanted souls to go out mm. so it's the bosses are really interesting i don't know if they're necessarily fun um i mean they're they're again they're hard as fuck <laughs> it's, um like it's it's weird man because because you know like i part of that difficulty is by design like for sure but also i think like it's weird coming back to this game after playing bloodborne and playing uh neo and thinking like okay these are games where it's like you 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 press the button and the thing happens it's like because it's speedy it's fast and it's and in neo's case that can be like super overwhelming at times because it moves so fast that it can feel like i don't i can't quite get a grasp on what's happening here it's moving too fast but then like going back to dark souls 3 like a game that initially felt like the fastest souls game ever made like not including bloodborne i'm talking about dark souls 1 2 and 3 like dark Mm. souls 3 was faster than the others like 
you go back to Dark Souls 3 after playing Bloodborne and Neo, and it's like, it feels sluggish. Um, and obviously the combat is slightly more weighty, but it's like, you, you in Bloodborne, you're, you have a lot more stamina than you do in in uh in dark souls games like part of that is you know it's you're just you're meant to you're constantly dodging and like the game gives you the tools to do that um whereas with um with dark souls it's like you're dodging but it's taking up far more stamina and it's taking up almost as much stamina as attacking and stuff it's it's a like i'm not i'm not saying that's like bad and i'm not saying that's not by design it just feels really really weird um and yeah because like because i went through i i i've because i'm planning on doing this kind of year like retrospective of dark souls 3 one year on and so i be so i played through the entire game like um you know i'm kind of doing the dlcs at the moment with another character and everything but like i started a new character and went through the entire game and kind of breezed through it like it, i guess that's due to the fact that like uh you know i've like i say played bloodborne played neo i'm i'm used to combat like much faster than that um but there were points at which i was like mashing that dodge button and it wasn't it wasn't as immediate as something like bloodborne and that really irked me <laughs> so yeah i don't know it's it's the, the difficulty in that game is very odd and kind of difficult to parse but um but yeah ultimately Crap, sh- sh- should i do this before i start bloodborne because i like um it's i'm in that, that in between way... period with bloodborne where i still haven't got it committed to memory yet so it's like uh, i mean like bloodborne is better than the dlc of dark souls 3 like uh, I, 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 no doubt in that un- unquestionably yeah. like you know it's um i i would absolutely i would encourage you to play bloodborne i mean this is something we should talk about you got a ps4 <laughs> i did uh i didn't yeah, yeah. think i would be getting one i i told myself this year i was going to get one like later on like you know holiday season because i imagine there would have been a bundle and then i by by way of the the internet i just knocked over a coke zero bottle doing a gesture uh hell yeah <laughs> by way by way of the internet i found one for like 200 bucks yeah i uh, got it came with uncharted 4 and then i picked up uh until dawn and bloodborne with it and i played around with that i played mm-hmm. each game for like 25 minutes each yesterday mm-hmm. i was just coming off of the near fugue state that that game put me in so i just <laughs> yeah. needed to, like, like i really felt funny after near so it was like yeah 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 it's kind of uh, yeah. like it didn't make me hate video games. It was just more like God. I gotta like not play a video game for like a good day. Uh, or, like, or you've got you've got to play a video game that doesn't require you to think about the implications of its mechanics quite as much. <laughs> until dawn, <laughs> until dawn plays itself, and that was exactly what I needed after. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's um, yeah, it's, it's so a cool machine in general. Yeah, but I don't know. Um. I'm gonna sound like the biggest snob in the world, but my PC runs everything better. <laughs> like, you see, I, I, I'm, I'm in terms thinking, of graphics. Yes, I, I'm, I'm now thinking to myself, like, okay, I really need to upgrade some shit here. Um, but uh, well, it's just, it's just like shit. It's more like I'm used to having the power to do something about minute details that always bugged me. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, just like until dawn looks great, near photorealistic at some points. All of a sudden, 
there will be like the world's worst shadow on some guy's nose and it just completely rips it apart like how real it looks <laughs> dude's got like jaggy shadows on his f- perfect face you know and just it's like what is that it looks terrible like there, there there were parts of until dawn where the faces got a bit too la noirish in in random scenes and i was like oh that's not good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. what if I could tweak the settings? Because uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, I mean, I'm I'm kind of surprised. Born, that... man. <sighs> no, no, sorry. Go go on. What you're no, gonna no, say no, first? You know, I was just I was like I was just gonna say, part of me is kind of surprised that console game developers don't allow. Like they're starting to get better with graphic settings now because like Neo in particular has. You can select like resolution, which locks it to thirty frames a second, or you can select action, which you know, um, like locks it at sixty, or you can get something in the middle, which is you know, it's unlocked frame rate, but you know, like you get the inconsistencies associated with that. Um, uh, yeah, it's but console makers, console game makers, for the most part, like really don't want you messing with settings, and I'm just like. Can, I mean, can we I not get have it. some control of the experience? I mean, like, it's pr- it's just probably because the console market is aimed at people who don't want to fuss with that stuff. But it's like, I was one of those guys for like years. Like, I I hated, I hated PC configurations like for as long as I could remember. But then I yeah. learned it, and now it's like I don't know any other way. <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, I like the PS4. I'm just, you know, getting getting one in 2017 is a bit different probably than getting one in, when did it come out? 2012, 20, 2013? 2013, I want to say, yeah. Yeah. It was a different environment in 2013, for sure. So Yes. I mean, but even then, it it came out and it was dated. You know, it like... Yeah. It, this I mean, feels that's, like that's why PS3. you have the PS4 Pro. This feels like a PS3, but without all of the stuff I paid money for over the years on my digital shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. How come nobody ever... I mean, maybe they have, and I, I just don't keep up on Sony news that much, but everyone gives Nintendo shit for this stuff, but this is, like, just as bad. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It, it's like, just as big as fuck you, in my opinion. Totally, yeah. I, I was mean, baffled when the only... Because I, I, I figured when I turned on the PS4, I'd have some games already, because I have quite the... I have, like, seven years' worth of PSN content, right? So it's, like, yeah. a lot of stuff. I had Spelunky and Hohokum when I <laughs> yeah. booted up the PS4. That That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it what other games do you need i don't know man give me dude give me those ps1 classics for the rest of my life what are you like there's yeah. no reason that those can't carry over what's going on like well i mean you know there there's issues with emulation there i guess but you know ugh, i don't know i don't know it's it, i mean that's why my ps3 is not going fucking anywhere and it's staying plugged in like it's <laughs> That it, as it stands now, the PS3 has more value to me than the PS4. Okay, that's yeah. That, yeah, like for me, for me, it's not quite the case. I, I like, I, I have quite a few games to the PS4 now, um, and I really enjoy that console. It's um, it's great. Like I love the yeah. controller. Um, I, I'm I'm loving this. Like I, I'm really new to the sharing shit on all this new consoles, but I love that crap. Like it's <laughs> I can just tweet in mid game. Yeah, what I'm exactly. Doing. Like it's, it's, I love that shit. It's great, yeah. but it's um I, yeah. I, I guess it's just more. I, I guess I'm more just bummed. Software side, uh, just I don't know. N- I mean, no, they're, they're, no exclusives are blowing me away yet. You also haven't played Yakuza Zero. <laughs> I haven't, so, and I have not given Bloodborne the time it fucking deserves. Yeah, and I should say because I 
yesterday it probably sounded like I was totally being like, fuck Bloodborne, but it's like, <laughs> it's more just like, I, this might just be a Nico thing. Like, that game, like, makes me physically ill <laughs> to play. Like, like it, it really hurts my eyes. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a dude who complains about this stuff normally with most games. I can usually, like, thug it out in very bad frame rate conditions, like... I mean, is, I, I survived Blight Town on the 360, and I had no complaints. Like, so, so, so is it a, is it a frame rate issue then? It's like a, I think it has to be with the frame rates being the, the frames are like better than like Dark Souls One. Anyone can see that, right? But with Dark Souls One, the frames were bad, but it was like consistently the same amount of bad, right? Right. Okay. And like Bloodborne fluctuates between being what I imagine is pretty damn close to sixty, and then like chugging real hard every couple uh, blood, of steps. Blood, Bloodborne doesn't get close to sixty. Well, I don't know what like like it's, seriously, it, it's like fluctuating yeah. up and down. It looks like to me, and this like it's just the guy yeah, like, like speedy, <laughs> then he'll slow, and then he'll be speedy again. Like it, I can't even tell what's going on. I mean, blood, 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 Bloodborne is very like you're you're getting that to 30 maybe <laughs> it's um maybe that's where it is maybe i'm just like it, the frame the frame rate was difficult for me to deal with at first it was like man this is like the fastest game in the series and yet it's also the one that i can't play at 60 fps <laughs> like um, this this like deserves to be at 60 like oh, if you're gonna if you're gonna make scenery this dense and crazy and over animated like this like have it run smooth because i told you this yesterday too but like i cannot stand those messages on the ground yeah yeah the the dudes the little ghoulie guys who come up and grab you every time or whatever it's like the, yeah i love how that looks and it looks awesome i love this world so much but like every couple of steps that shit happens and i just I would not be surprised if that has a significant impact on the game's performance. Like <laughs> having this like in, so richly animated little thing of these guys yeah. pushing up a note that just says "ha ha big tits" or you know like you know how <laughs> you, you 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 know how the souls notes are you know like, like they're, they're always like think, insert finger ever, into rear yeah, you know exactly. like crap like I don't, that. I don't, think, I don't think I've ever seen the message template big tits. <laughs> Sorry that uh, <laughs> that was more. Um, I think you mean chest ahead. Yeah, just ahead, yeah. Fucking dickheads. I was, yeah. It's it's you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Big, big tits, <laughs> fatty ahead. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That that that's something that exists. Um. But yeah, it's like the, the yeah. first section of that game is a brown and orange chuggy mess, and I love the world it's in. Uh. Yeah. I'm already like I was already. My first playthrough of any Souls game feels like a survival horror game, and I'm always kind of spooked, and I take them super slow. This uh-huh. one is, like, cranking that up even higher because, yeah. like, crazy old English people terrify me. <laughs> 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 like, people, like, pitchfork angry mob people. So, like, the environment's already spooking me pretty good. <laughs> like, it's... Come here, you rap scallion. Like, they don't actually say that. But... <laughs> they, they, they might as well sometimes. Yeah. There's one guy loading his musket behind me, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love that. Y'all there's like going to die here. Th- this this world is like got people in it, and it feels weird to like knock on a door and have some guy be like, "Ah, oh, you're fucked, man." <laughs> Enjoy like, being outside on the hunt. I'm like, what? Let me in, can, you dick. Yeah, can, can, can I can I not be on the hunt? <laughs> like, I don't want to be in the hunt. <laughs> First of all, I thought I was a hunter. Second of all, why are you being such an asshole? <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> 
I don't I don't understand what's going on. This plot has less plot than Dark Souls. Yeah, it, so like, far. It's, uh, the 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 real plot happens about two thirds of the way through, like, and you you get like something happens and the world significantly changes and that that is you know that was like a real moment for me where i was like okay i am really into this now it's it it, is as obscure as any other souls game is in terms of its story but it's like the way events play out and the way they affect the the areas that you have already been in is really clever um and uh yeah i i I do think that like yes the it 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 kind of never really gets out of the dingy victorian streets or like or the kind of dingy victorian aesthetic i guess like you you have other areas and like actually pretty varied areas but it's all kind of under the kind of rubric of um if that's the right word uh of uh this kind of dank dingy like poverty disease ridden environment you know what i mean it's uh so yeah yeah, it's 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 hard to make the case for bloodborne's environment design like on the outset like you know because because it is it is kind of drab in a lot of ways but initially aesthetically it is quite drab but then you start to notice the details and the details are really what makes it, you know? Um, yeah, they're great. So. I, it, it's just like the, the screens are such monotone at this point. I, I totally know how souls games go and they always get the locations only get better from the start. And it's like, this area is just so Brown. I've like never seen so much Brown in a game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen a screen dominated by this shade of Brown before. And it, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like, my eyes cannot focus on things in this area. Like, right. and, I, and, I, and I turned on other games to make sure I just didn't have complete like, fatigue due to all the near or something. And I was like, no, <laughs> this is like, it's this game. It's like... Because I, I would say that near is pretty brown. <laughs> like, near is brown and like gray and stuff, but I never found that I couldn't focus on like the character. Like I right. can't focus on my fucking Bloodborne guy. Like I can't... I, I Actually, I did find it like, especially in like, big action sequences in near where there's a lot of flashing things going on. (laughs) There were times, there were times where I was like, I was looking at nine S thinking I was controlling him. And I was like, wait, no, that, and then I, then I die and I'd be like, wait, no, I I was like, it would be situations where it was like kind of an isometric angle. And, um, Oh yeah. And, and like, and I'd be looking at nine S and thinking I was controlling him. And it, it like, things like that were like irritating they were like as aggravating as the weird camera at times but so i would say that those things are present in near as but i get what you're talking about with bloodborne um it, all i can really say is that eventually you get into a groove with it that, that's what i'm banking on is like normally visual stuff like this i just kind of have to like bust my way through it and eventually my yeah. eyes can kind of shape up but it's like it's been a while since I've had to like strain. Like, I think the last time something like this happened was when I tried to like play Quake on my brand new PC, and I realized like, I could never <laughs> do that because it runs way too fast. Like, 
I mean, that's that, that is the thing, though. Like, I, it took it, it did take me a while to be like, because at first I was playing Bloodborne and thinking like, man, I really wish this was sixty. Like, I'm not usually like again, I'm not usually like it needs to be sixty or nothing. But it, like, I you know, for my when, health in this one, yeah, it, that, that's the thing. It's like this actually affects the gameplay. It makes it. It means that I've got less time to react to things, you know. Um, so it's yeah stuff like that was bad and but it, like i say eventually you get to a stage where it kind of your brain works itself out you know what i mean um so stick with it yeah it, it, i, I, it I still have to get used to shooting better. my gun in that game i still keep hitting the wrong button every time and getting, getting I, murdered. I never i never truly got used to the parry mechanic in that game like what's um, the timing on that thing yeah like, I, I don't get when i i i just so happened my first ever attack in that game with a weapon happened to be the parry move like where i destroyed yeah. him with a, some critical hit and i never replicated that since like I'm just... uh, i mean again eventually you start to get a feel for it but it's still it feels a little unpredictable compared to like i, I guess it's, it's all it's also kind of the thing of like when you have a shield and you're parrying, it's like, okay, there's a sword coming my way. I'm I parry that out of the way. You know, what I mean, sometimes it could get a little goofy in terms of what was parryable in other Souls games, but here it was like, okay, this is this is actually kind of ridiculous because like a sword is coming my way and I'm shooting him, but for some reason that didn't do it that particular time or whatever. Like, yeah, it's the timing seems a lot less forgiving than it is in other souls games so um yeah uh i don't know it's it's, it's I, this one yeah. could be my favorite one out of all these games i could like I, see it already possibly being one it's just like yeah i hope i can play this game without being nauseous <laughs> like uh, yeah i mean I, like i i i still think that dark souls one is like the the high watermark and bloodborne is probably a close second it's it, it, like I say, I started off and I was really skeptical because of things like the performance and how it was like it actually affected the gameplay. But as I was progressing, I was like I was enjoying it more and more. And uh, yeah, it's uh, like it because, like I said when I played it originally, it's it's a horror game first and a Souls game second. Like you you were talking about the survival horror thing earlier. Yeah, like Bloodborne is a survival horror game you know you have limited resources like maybe not compared to like a resident evil or something like that like but you're constantly using your resources at a pretty fast clip because you know you're constantly getting hit and reacting to things super quickly yeah. um and you also but you also like have a limited supply and it's uh yeah it, it, it like it's unforgiving in a lot of ways um but it, it like it works to convey that horror aesthetic here like really well um so yeah i i stick with it like definitely stick with it it's uh it's well worth kind of seeing through i wonder if it will win the golden pumpkin award this year because uh that, you know, that, you know, that award is not tied down to year releases it's whenever it's, whatever i played that was spooky so i i i mean i wasn't i wasn't aware of that that rule but sure i mean like, i mean i don't know like if, if, a, if a fucking trailer game or a demo can win it w <laughs> where does it end you know yeah exactly 
<laughs> the world's gone to the dogs. The golden pumpkin's gone to the dogs. Also, something has to give the full version of the demo that won last year some competition because so far, <laughs> Resident Evil Seven would totally fucking win the golden yeah. pumpkin award uh, unless I mean, you give it to Nier for being bone chillingly nihilistic or something. I don't know. You know, like. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing, though, is, it, like, you know, Bloodborne was a game where I never felt like I could just run into a place. You know, it, like, in Souls games, it's, it, like, you eventually get into the swing of things enough that you can, like, you get a loadout that you that you you feel confident with, and you, you go in and you kind of feel like you can take on most things. In Bloodborne, I never got that. It, it, like it, it was i constantly was moving very very slowly so that i could anticipate as best as possible what was uh, you know what was going to come around the next corner or whatever um and you don't collect your body anymore you have to fight your body or something like that like no you you, you, you fight, fight a dude who killed you is that what it is yes okay. or like or, yes sometimes it's that uh like so, I don't think it's necessarily the dude that killed you. Um, it can sometimes just be a random enemy, but you know, their, their eyes glow and then you have to kill them in order to get your blood echoes back that are totally not souls. Um, blood echoes, blood everything. I'm loving yeah. all the blood crap. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's cartoony as hell. It's, it's like, who came up with this? Is, is this like a... Just Miyazaki. <laughs> This is like a straight Miyazaki thing. He's just like, oh yeah, I also want to do Dark Souls, but make it all weird and like blood Halloween themed, and yeah, then just like, like throw in some Lovecraft and like just like yeah, weird. It's, it's it's like Lovecraft as a Saturday morning cartoon. It's, yeah, it's 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 as video gamey as Lovecraft gets, where you can yeah. start beating up the Lovecraft shit, even though that's <laughs> that's that makes it immediately not Lovecraft when you can yeah. do that. As soon as yeah. you can actually beat something with physical means, it's it ceases to be Lovecraftian. But. Exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like looking at like ah my 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 insanity is getting too much. Well, what if I could beat up my insanity? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. I'm gonna shove a sword in that omnipotent being over there. I'm sure that will. <laughs> yeah, I got his echoes of its blood. But... All right, good. We'll sort out. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's a damn damn good game. Um, I, I I see what's there. My my eyes are preventing me. I may just get new eyes so I can play Bloodborne, <laughs> and. <laughs> In peace, I guess. <laughs> like, I, I want to play this game without wanting and getting a migraine vomiting combo. <laughs> maybe that's part um, of it. Maybe uh, maybe I have to get yeah, good. Exactly. It's, it, my eyes have to get that's good. That's the Yoko part of the game. It's you got you got to throw up. Um, Why do you play these silly little things? It just pops up. Just, uh, leave me alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like, what other games are you thinking of getting for the PS4? Uh, my, my plan for it is just to be an exclusives machine. And by exclusives, yeah. I mean not available on the PC as well, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. There's 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 no game that is available on PS4 and PC that you would go for the PS4 version. Like, like maybe um, maybe Nier on the Pro is better than I possibly yeah, had it running. Yeah, there, there, I, I had some there, tweaking I had to do. but Yeah, there are some issues with that PC port that... You know, yeah. Uh, like, there was a f oh, the resolution was great. Did you see that thing about the how full screen mode on, uh, on day one of that game was only yeah. nine hundred? Then yeah. just zoomed in on or something weird like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, 
<laughs> like you'd letterbox and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have noticed crazy. if it hadn't been for my mouse being like, like fatter and longer than usual. Like, it was like really weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but, but then you get a patch for that and the patch is like literally you click the you just click the link and it downloads this thing and you just open it and it works instantaneously <laughs> the weird third party thing that also yeah the, the third party app i don't know if it did this for you or also i didn't know if this I, was I, in I, the I game didn't, i didn't down, i didn't download a patch so oh, you didn't I, get I didn't the patch? it like added download, in yeah. did you have like alternate achievement notifications uh no okay then that was just the thing i I downloaded a patch that also like created this weird ui for any time you got a steam achievement okay so like i would get an achievement and the normal steam thing would pop up and then a giant jpeg would pop up on the screen that said the exact same thing but it was clearly roughly shoved in front of the game right okay okay i was just making sure because it just seems like something near could have done (laughs) because because one of the things that popped up was a are we too far past the near thing to say like it was a weird it was like it was like an achievement that said like watch someone die i guess and it seemed so hilarious that it was worded that way <laughs> and then i thought oh this is like a yokotaro thing like i got an achievement for watching someone die that's oh uh, yeah good one yoko but like <laughs> i guess not <laughs> oh, the, the game man. was so meta that i that i had to that i couldn't understand which parts were like meta on purpose or which ones i made <laughs> meta by overthinking them <laughs> oh man this game has ruined games for me <laughs> so i guess he wins doesn't he like i guess yeah, like, that, exactly. was, that was his plan all along you'll, you'll never fight in a video game again Nico. does he work for like a book company or something is this just like one of those like getting kids to read schemes <laughs> knew it yeah exactly it's uh yeah oh man um so yeah uh that i guess like i mean uh, you know Dark Souls 3 DLC, like, play it if you want. Like, if you're into Dark Souls 3, you're probably going to play it. Probably beaten um, it already if you're the average Dark Souls fan, because yeah, that's how you guys it, do that. But it was disappointing for me, um, and I guess I'm just kind of like, okay, Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls is done. Like, I really hope they don't make another Dark Souls game. <laughs> like, Oh, they will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Dark Soul. You know, it'll be like the new. Yeah, exactly. It's Dark like, Soul Resurrection. I, I, see, I seem. I seem to remember something coming out about from Miyazaki about, um, about uh, you know, I I don't mind if uh, my next game is uh is similar to Souls game or whatever, and I'm For like, sake. come on! Didn't no, you literally don't. say the opposite like a year ago or something? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, so wasn't that like make, the pre the preamble to? Uh, Dark Souls Three was like, this is the big one. This is the end. You know, <laughs> yeah, like... exactly. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe the maybe the Dark Souls Two team will get another chance. Oh, great! Yeah, exactly. I've seen so many people like saying, "Oh, you know what? Like Dark Souls Two is like the best one." I've seen so it's much of that f- recently, and I'm like, it's like the prequel what? kids that came out of nowhere with Star Wars. All of a sudden, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know what? The prequels were actually good. I know. The, the weird, the weird thing is, a lot of the people that I've seen saying Dark Souls. 2 is like the best one also have mentioned the prequels in in favorable terms previously and i'm like no no it's so you've got the this only, what it feels like when the previous generation or the the newer generation takes over is this what it yeah. is you see everything <laughs> like, ripped away from you like all all i've seen people say 
about Dark Souls 2 is like, oh, they tried something new. And I'm like, okay, they tried something new. Wasn't as good. Next. Oh, the PvP was good. I don't care. The PvP is not what I go to a Dark Souls game for. Next. Uh, the enemy placement in Skull of the First Sin was pretty good. Okay. like I, I disagree entirely. I think the enemy placement was worse and didn't make sense in the same way the environment design doesn't make sense. But sure. Best thing that came out of that DLC was some great fucking DSP content. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a classic D- DSP video. Is like, the Skull of the First Sin. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's... Uh, Hey man, uh, opinions are great. Everyone can think yeah. what they want, but you're fucking wrong. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess just quickly though, um, before we get into other things, uh, I played uh, Disc Jam, which uh, is that Windjammers esque thing that came out. I think it's on Steam. Yes, I think it it's is. on PC. Yeah, so, um, like, uh, I, I got that because it was free with PlayStation Plus, and I, I've played that. Like uh, my friend came over and we tried to play it. We no good. struggled significantly to get a match. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, which is that's like sad. When, Especially because it's a free fucking it's game. It's a free game. It's a free game. Like which is you know the, that's the way Rocket League went. It was free for PlayStation Plus members, if I remember correctly. Yep, and that's what catapulted that game to success so i can only imagine that they were going for a similar approach but like it was taking like upwards of 10 minutes to find two other people to play a doubles game you know it 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 was it was bad like really really bad um and this is like what a a couple a few weeks after it came out you know like it doesn't does not bode well and it's a shame because it's a fun game it's it does the wind jammers thing really well. Um, and you know, my, my pal and I had a really great time kind of figuring out all the weird nuances to it and stuff. Um, and when we did get into matches, they were, they were really good fun. Um, also though, you know, you can play local like two player, but you can only play it split screen. What the fuck? Wait, what? Yeah. And I was just like, no, no, like, that's not how you jam. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, 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 we, we tried like really hard to find, like, maybe we're just being really stupid about this, but we tried, like, we looked for a good, like, five minutes for an option to turn off split screen and we couldn't find it. And it's like, I guess it's maybe something to do with the perspective of that game. You're behind the, you're behind the character, like from an isometric point of view, but it's like, just turn it round or like, you know. Fucking Bomberman R all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly like that, you know. So yeah, oh, bummer. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's a real shame because, like, like I say, the mechanics of that game are really fun and fluid, and it always feels really good when you kind of trick your your opponents into thinking you're doing one thing, but then you've like bounced it off the wall in such a way that it keeps bouncing off the wall, and yeah, that that stuff's really good fun. Um, but no one's playing it <laughs> um so yeah well just wait for wind jammers coming out yeah. on the exact same platform hot new release wind jammers <laughs> so, uh, i swear they 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 struck gold who would have thought street fighter 2 meets pong and it's yeah, like exactly. it's like seriously one of my favorite video games of all time it's like <laughs> 
that is pure unadulterated it's, video game to me. Yes, it's just it's, like, uh, yeah, it's so good. That's the game I can play <laughs> until I die. Like I can just die playing that game, and it'd be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, have you been playing anything else, man? Uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild. Uh, yep. Just do a little update. I uh, did my first, you know, big boy dungeon, real dungeon. Uh, it was the elephant. Um, yep. That dungeon was great. Uh, I thought the puzzles were fun. Um, the boss was very, like, the most free-form boss ever in all of Zelda that I've ever fought against yeah. so far. And yeah, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday, and, like, you found it kind of, like, what, underwhelming, you said, right? Or, like... Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was more, like, by the by the time I got to those boss fights, by the time I was that's right taking on those dungeons... I built myself up to a point that the fights were super trivial. Yeah, I'm um, still, so. I, I've, I've kept myself like, not on purpose, just kind of like, I have like seven hearts and two circles of stamina and I still get my ass handed to me in situations, I'd say. Yeah. I'm like 40 hours into this, by the way. I never, I think it's like important to keep how long you've been playing this game. No, no, I, I, I think it's, I, I think in this, I think in this instance, it's, it's, it's interesting because of how, simplistic or no, it's like how how singular the objective design is it's like you know even things like taking on the dungeons are optional like your only objective is destroy ganon yeah oh and, i did i did set foot in the castle i did like I, oh, did you? I, dipped, I dipped a toe in and then ran the fuck out of there when i realized <laughs> like how gnarly it gets but like yeah i yeah. uh i pillaged the library and then i got the hell out of there was that <laughs> the way they do that castle is so cool it's just dude that's a dungeon right there like that's that's yeah, your yeah. ocarina dungeon there you go that thing is cool <laughs> like that is that thing is mad you see the map for that thing holy shit yeah like, yeah it's, also it's, that map is completely illegible to me on yes it makes on no the sense. tiny screen i'm just like what what is this like <laughs> i don't know what any of this is yeah the the 3d maps in breath of the wild kind of suck yeah yeah, uh, the elephant one was okay, and oh my god, the way they incorporate the little control of the thing into the game—that's very cool. That's very smart. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that carries over into the other three because I'm gonna do all all of those guys before I do the Ganon fight. I'm gonna, yeah, I want to knock the fuck. I, I want to slap Ganon down when I get to him. You know what I mean? I just want to. You will be powder. You, you will be able to do that. It's... I want to look at him and make him burst into flame. You know, I just want to. I want to use him as a shield to surf down a hill. That's I want to just, you know, get him. <laughs> can I turn him into a horse and ride him for the rest of the game? Something like that. You know, real stick I mean, to him. What, what, what I will say is that you 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 will not have much of an issue with Ganon when you get to him, especially if you're taking on the um, the dungeons, the, the divine beasts. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's really it is. It, it gets pretty trivial after a while. Which is, you know, plays into the themes of you start off as a little little baby, and then literally you build naked yourself man. up. <laughs> yep. Then uh, you, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it, it 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 kind of makes you feel very powerful by the end. Which you know, the way people are talking about the weapon durability system, you'd think is so far from the truth, but that's why the weapon durability system is there. It's to give you a progression of sorts. Because otherwise you'd just be doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> you want so, that? You go play near. Yeah. Y- 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 n- yes. Near or Neo? 
near. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I for some reason, like the audio kind of went a bit distorted there, and I was like, Neo, you haven't played Neo. <laughs> Like, yes, I have. Uh, I'm from the future. This is an alternate <laughs> ending for your life. Yeah, <laughs> but um, um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> the game is so incredible. <laughs> I don't know, like, oh, we've talked it to death at this point. Like, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's gotten to a stage with me where like I play, I I dip back into it, found a few shrines here and there, and I'm I'm like I'm I'm cool with that. Like, you know. It, <sighs> It was never. It was never meant to be a game. Like I remember, after Metal Gear Solid Five came out, I played that every day after I completed the main story. I went back to that every day for like two months. Yeah. It, it, you know, I I went and did all the side ops and everything, and it's like now I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, like with 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 Be- with uh, not Bayonetta, Breath of the Wild. Um, <laughs> I I am uh, I'm just kind of. You know, it, like I'm, I'm fine to dip my toes back in every now and then, um. But I'm at a stage where, like, what, what am I building up to? You know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm finding shrines, I'm completing the shrines, getting upgrades that I don't need because I've taken down Ganon. Like, yeah, it's, um. So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm fi- like, it's easily one of my games of the year, and. Like without question, it's it's amazing. It's stunning its design and stuff. Um, but you know, like a lot of people were saying, you know, oh, uh, like you know, it's 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 not it's not like gripping me and like uh, after you know two weeks of playing it, I'm like, of course it's not. Like, what 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 did you expect? Few like, games do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's 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 not designed to be like some, you know, like. RPG where you're constantly just building and gathering loot for the sake of it or whatever. It's all in service of getting to this objective. Like it's a very singular game. It's in terms of like you explore to get resources to prepare you for your fight against Ganon. You know, like and like that. The middle part there like goes like kind of curves round in terms of you know it like you go that that is the game in which you go on these wild adventures and stuff um but ultimately it's in service of the same thing you know and uh yeah i, I don't know it's uh, like essentially what i'm saying is that i i have beaten that game and i am absolutely fine with having beaten that game i don't necessarily need to go back to it to still think that it's one of the best games i've played in a very long time you know it's uh it's it's incredible yeah so i guess yeah. like yeah, what what more can you say about <laughs> like about oh, breath of the I, wild at this point? i bought a house <laughs> oh yeah I got, yeah I, I did that too yeah it's, i got a house and now i don't know what i do with it <laughs> you store things in it i guess i guess like it's like i got a bed and then i have a thing to put a sword on the wall and i put a sword that i'm never going to use because i figured it was super rare because i've never seen it since and so i just kept it there yeah <laughs> oh and uh i died uh trying to get a a very critical plot item <laughs> i guess that's if you yeah. kind of know what i'm talking about yeah it requires yeah. it requires girthy health to get it i guess yes yes i i died a lot trying to get that thing <laughs> i didn't uh, i didn't think the game would allow me to die as much or like i didn't <laughs> yeah i the first time this thing happened to me i was like oh i didn't think you'd actually let me die okay <laughs> like, it was like <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's just a hell of a game. Hell of it's, a game. It's yeah. I, I I still just get enjoyment out of doing nothing in it by just like taking a walk in the game and just like finding a little river and then following the river to trouble. Yeah, it's like exactly. As long as a game can do that, that's one of the best games of all time, in my opinion. If you can get me to do nothing while essentially doing nothing, aka playing a video game, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, it's that's good. I don't feel bad wasting time here. You know, it's like totally, yeah. That's an amazing feeling to have with a video game. Yes, exactly. It it takes it doesn't need to be more than it is for for like to for it to be like immensely fun and gratifying and. All that, you know, so yeah. It's uh it's a there's DLC thing. one day coming for this, which I'm I'm just interested in because I just I've never this is the first time there's ever gonna be DLC like this with Nintendo and Zelda you know, like Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a little scared, but like <laughs> what uh, what if it's just like an entire other map or something? Like Damn. Like <laughs> Like, if it's that, it's like, what does this do? This is going to ruin my year of game. Because it's just, I don't know. I th- I love this game, but I'm now starting to semi kind of hate it because it's like dipping into all the other games I want to be playing. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I was getting it, like withdrawals during Nier because I'd been, I, I took like a three day break off of Breath of the Wild to play Nier. <laughs> and it was just like, I was like, dude, I got to get back. Well, it was like, got to get back to Hyrule. <laughs> go, go, like, go, get, go, go back. Back to the past, samurai link. Quajack. <laughs> have you watched any of that new series of Samurai Jack? By the way, no, it's I have fucking not. So good, so good. Is it still just as like silent? Is it? You know what I mean? Like, yes, is there, yes. Okay, good, good. It, and if anything, it like leans into that in like a really dark way because it's now not just like Cartoon Network; it's like Adult Swim proper. So like they can go sorry we're just going on off on a weird tangent just now i don't care um <laughs> it, like what would yeah what else can you say about breath of the wild it's, it's, it's really pre, fucking it's good pre-news banter yeah yeah exactly yes exactly um yes it, it like it, but it, it it treats it goes into things like the mental anguish that jack is facing in a really like interesting way it talk, talks about things like suicide and the 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 way in which your illogical brain can perhaps see that as a logical option when you feel like there's no hope left and like as someone who has dealt with that a lot i really appreciated it and it does it in a really classy way and um but then also it, it you know it, it uses those quiet moments to make the explosive moments that come at like the end of the episodes feel like bombastic in a way that animation rarely is um and uh yeah it's if if you if you haven't watched season five of samurai jack you don't you don't necessarily need to have watched all the stuff that comes before you never really um, had to watch any yeah. like there was never like, there was a story but each episode from what was, i can remember was greatly like this, just this, its own thing, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was vignettes. It was like the the store the 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 overarching story is Jack needs to get back to the past to kill a coup, 
Oh, and that's, oh, yeah. oh man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Aku, Aku returns in this, even though the voice actor that played him originally is now dead. Oh, um, what? Yeah, it's, 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 a re- it's a real shame, but the new voice actor does a pretty good job. So That's a great um, fucking villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's brilliant. And the, the way they handle Aku in this new series is fucking, it's fantastic in, in the way that it's like, you know, Aku secretly, like, you know, Jack is no longer like a threat to him. He's just an annoyance. It's uh, and but also there's a feeling of like, what do I do when Jack's gone? It's uh, so yeah. It's like if, Joker if he, Batman relationship. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, it's it's really it's weird. But I I so far I really don't think I I, I was not expecting them to handle a new series of Samurai Jack as well as they have. Like it's it really is like the one of the pinnacles of modern animated television that i can really think of if if you want to like narrow it down to like a specific thing it like i know it's not a kid show but as far as kid shows that kids can watch goes it's like one of it's probably one of the best ever made like oh yeah because well the thing is like they, they got around the whole like violence thing in the early seasons by having it be like he's just cutting up robots so he's cutting, he's cutting up robots with oily green blood and every yes. every character in that is a fucking weird mutant monster man that has no rhyme or reason to their or you know like there's just yeah. monsters and they have no reason for being they're just it's a monster wearing a t-shirt you know it's like it's <laughs> yes exactly um and kind of like blade like, runner-ish i, I guess I, like I, in a weird this season like I say, it goes darker and it does some really, really interesting things with, you know, the way the the way that violence is handled and how that impacts Jack as a person. Like they like in terms of Jack's psychological despair, they go fucking deep on that. It's like <laughs> in a way that they previously haven't done. And it's it's incredible. Like, if, like I say, if you haven't if if you haven't watched Samurai Jack before like you know maybe watch like a few episodes of the older stuff to prime yourself like the metal eaters one the one where they want to eat a sword that's a great one yeah yeah it's great but like even this one has this season has like really great like enemy characters and stuff there's a there's like a jazz assassin (laughs) it's it's great (laughs) um called scaramanga i think um but yeah it's 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 really great but um That, that show is like very like there's not a fucking show like samurai jack it's weird it's one of the few things that's like uniquely just it's fucking self like yeah it's not yeah. an anime it doesn't feel western it is like its own thing it's like so weird you know like it's totally it's a yeah, unique yeah. weird ass little show and i think the video games that have spawned from it are terrible <laughs> i i've never played a samurai jack video game i'm actually and... now looking them up i know it seems like something that would have got a really janky ass game boy advance release or something doesn't it yeah, there was like ps2 games that came out or something shadow of Haku. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, of those ps2 gamecube cell cell shade joints yeah yeah Maybe sega <laughs> oh they published it <laughs> what <laughs> oh man speaking of sega you really need to get yakuza i i know i know get yakuza so good <laughs> talk about your meaty series to get into man that's like well, a, well i mean yakuza zero is the only one you can so much really exposition play. written in japanese and <laughs> so much so much reading so many subtitles for us <laughs> western folks when it comes to that series it sucks it's like it's, it's i, I bo- love it but bo- it's 
it's borderline <laughs> visual novel at times you know it's um, if i was a japanese dude i'd love this series i know i would because i'd just be able to like sit there and listen to everyone talk fine I mean, like, like it's 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 japan the video game like i know it's uh, like it was never meant for our eyes clearly but like, yeah yeah <laughs> damn you weeaboos getting getting all this stuff ported over here that we have to play <laughs> oh man it's uh, it, yeah i it, it was intimidating to me as well but absolutely worth the investment so definitely get that played um play that yeah not, don't play samurai jack the shadow of a coup it looks <laughs> terrible the quintessential japanese video game <laughs> made by vicarious visions or something else. <laughs> um but yeah i guess that's kind of all we've been playing yep so uh i guess it's time to get into uh, much more much more comfortably get into the news and i say much more comfort comfortably because the theme you just heard is is far less abrasive if if, if, if it's like a nice pair of fresh iron slacks you know it's it's comfortable (laughs) exactly i i made that in literally like five minutes it it somehow totally sounds like you did that but at the same time sounds not shitty so could (laughs) you somehow did something great there like 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 it it sounds like you did whip it up but it also sounds like hey this is pretty good (laughs) um so uh yeah first first up in news fucking getting into the states is a fucking nightmare (laughs) First set of uh, news, uh, Hamish Black detained at the airport. <laughs> You're going to have to do the podcast solo, Nico. Yeah, it's um, actually, this has been an AI the whole time. None of this was real. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I, like, just as, as an update, like, working out all this stuff to go to E3 is, like, uh, like obviously still happening and everything, but, man, getting a visa is, like, uh, essentially, like, I was kind of thinking... Because to get a visa to the US, like, I can't travel visa-free because I will be covering a show over there. I will be doing journalistic work. Um, They are very clear that um, you can travel, you can travel visa-free if you're going to a conference, as long as you don't cover the conference whilst you're there or when you get back. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) great, okay, so thanks, I guess. Like, um, but... So so now I have to get a visa and I have to go down to London to the embassy to have an have a face to face interview like cuz like unless you're unless you're under 14 or over 80 they interview everyone who wants to get a visa to go to the states it's, what a gap is that it, it's crazy man it, and uh yeah so like but the thing is I was I was originally thinking okay i will fly down and i will have the interview and i will fly back the same day and it will be fine um but as it turns out i mean first off i I say flying down because flying down is not only faster than taking the train it is immensely less expensive (laughs) like that makes no sense it's, to me. it's crazy like you know because essentially like if you're if you don't know the geography of the uk like the the 
the, the train to London from Glasgow takes just over four hours, um, and it costs about uh, like a hundred and thirty quid or something like that for return, um, and uh, the plane. So, so the plane, the return flight cost me about forty three quid, and it takes an hour to get there. <laughs> like, and it's not exactly going to be the most comfortable flight because it's budget airline as fuck. But also, the train is not you. You were traveling like train travel isn't exactly the most like relaxing thing either. You know, um, and uh. But the thing is, the embassy interviews, like, they make it really fucking difficult because um, the only appointments are at 8 in the morning and 8.30 in the morning, which means that I need to fly down the night before, stay, like, get find somewhere to stay, and then wake up, go to the interview. Like, so I have to go to the interview at half 8 on Wednesday, they don't allow... I'm not even sure if they allow mobile phones in the embassy. Like, so... But they don't... They also don't have anywhere to store things. <laughs> so, I have to go to the train station and store all my shit because they don't allow luggage in. And then I have to go to the embassy, go through the security checkpoints, and they say, "Ah, oh, you might be waiting in the embassy about two or three hours. I'm like, fuck it fucking what like are you are you serious um so yeah fucking hell <laughs> um so uh yeah like so i've got to do that i i, I really could, and uh, so i've got to fly down on tuesday which is the day that persona 5 comes out <laughs> uh, yeah exactly so it's, it's not it's not good nico you're not um, even gonna be able to face your true self on on the same day. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, getting to the US is 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 troublesome, but it will be worthwhile. So at least you um, got to like June to do all this garbage stuff. Like at yeah, least you're getting exactly. it out of the way early. Well, I mean, it's 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 more just like okay, once I get once I get the visa sorted, I can book travel. You know, it's, uh, so um, yeah, it's man it's 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 been uh it's been it's been bad and sad no it's it's not been too sad speaking of sad though um and speaking of persona 5 tuesday is a grim day because we are birthing persona 5 in the west but we are also laying to rest a good friend a dear old friend a friend i like to call tekken card tournament (laughs) You know, they are, sh- they are closing down. Some things Nico. should die, Hamish. Not Tekken card tournament, Nico. Oh yes, that that Not one. My precious Tekken, Nico. Have you seen my panda deck? Yeah, it's great, <laughs> but the panda deck I worked for years to get. It's time to stop playing with cards and time to start playing real Tekken. I've I've literally been playing that game for about four years now <laughs> you are a, a nutcase that is <laughs> you might be the only person left playing that game no i'm not <laughs> that's, the th- that's that's the thing great <laughs> so i'm outnumbered by crazy people that's even worse <laughs> it's like so yeah like i mean 
it's that's the thing like they're shutting they're shutting down the servers on april 4th um but it's not like there aren't people playing the game like you you log in and you press you press like find match you find a match in like a in a few seconds like there is always someone playing that game um and yeah i i i don't know i i, I guess it's maybe just not as like the the profits they're making from it don't like are outweighed by the server costs or something like that but man it's 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 kind of like it's it's weird because this is the first time i've really experienced anything like this like a game you know because because I, I talk about it like it's this magnificent game or whatever like i'm I'm joking it's, it's not it's not great it's it's, it's, it's rochambeau the fuck's rochambeau oh you know the, the, um um rock paper scissors you know it's it's literally right, just okay. like it's just like throwing out random yeah. shit and hoping you win it's war it it's that card game war yes, yes exactly it's um yeah it's, it's it's far from complex but there's there there is there is some depth to it in terms of the mind games you play with your opponent and you you kind of you see their cards and you read from the effects that those cards have what they are going to try and do next and you try and anticipate that and it's it's you know there's there's been some kind of like there there are moments where like you read that correctly and it feels really good and that's cool um but also you know it is it's far from like if if you it's not like one of those things where if you're not playing tech and card tournament you're missing out man it's uh it's like i i don't know i i never spent any money on it it was always like a very generous free to play game like it was constantly giving you credits and gold and stuff so you could buy booster packs and you got that stuff without having to pay a cent which i guess is probably part of the reason that they're shutting it down because that probably wasn't the best business decision um but yeah it's it, i mean i guess it's 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 kind of weird like having played this game for like four years and built up like a fairly good deck to think like okay this is this is just gonna be ephemeral i won't e i won't even be able to get past the the loading screen now like <laughs> that's, that's weird um but yeah it's uh <laughs> i guess i'm not i'm not like too torn up about it. <laughs> are you gonna go are you gonna go down with the ship i i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna try and like play it until like it while stops it, as as the world is ending like uh <laughs> like what's it called uh, like everyone did for the that wow server just <laughs> yeah exactly yeah or the fucking matrix online the giant bomb series they did for that yo yeah like not like this or whatever it was called and and oh <laughs> and the playstation home one too yeah exactly you know there's 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 something like there's something really weird about the death of a game. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's one of the things that will always make me love video games. Is you can always, yeah. There's always going to be some like eulogy thing you can do. Like <laughs> I'll totally I mean, show back up for 14 when it dies, by the way. Final <laughs> Fantasy. Yeah. Oh, we've got some Final Fantasy 14 news. Wow, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, should we go on to that? <laughs> sure. R.I.P. Tekken, Tekken card tournament, I guess. Um, speaking of Final Fantasy 14... There's a TV series coming out about it. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, which is called. So it's a Japanese drama. Oh my god! I, I just... I, I, have you have you seen the trailer? I haven't seen the trailer, but I know the name, and I just I oh forgot my. it, and then I re remembered it just now. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen, Daddy of Light. <laughs> 
Oh, man. So, watch the trailer. <laughs> it is astounding. <laughs> like, everyone's like, oh, they call the game Daddy, or they call the show Daddy, <laughs> but the trailer is, like, next level. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's felt, it, like, it makes it look like a total soap opera type thing, but the whole premise... So the show is a mix of live action scenes and in-game footage. This, this is a show that's heading to Netflix this fall. Um, uh, it's a classic father and son story with a very modern twist. The son gives his dad a copy of Final Fantasy XIV for PlayStation 4. As the dad starts to play, his son joins him online, helping his father through the game but not revealing his true identity. Meanwhile, the son writes a blog detailing his experiences secretly reconnecting with his father. This, this is like an early 90s Nickelodeon live-action show. This is amazing. <laughs> so good. This is fucking insane what I'm watching it's, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, like, uh, to anyone listening, if you haven't watched the trailer, go and watch the trailer. It, Like, the music, the way it's filmed, everything is, like, crazy. It, and I just love the fact that it's a fucking TV show based on playing an MMO. <laughs> the dad is so good. Yeah. This is like, so salary, man. <laughs> this is... Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> what a catchy theme tune. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um oh, Jesus. I, I mean, fucking watch I guess I guess there's nothing more to say about that. It's just a thing of like be sure to check out Daddy of Light on Netflix this fall. I mean, I got a Netflix account so I, I'll <laughs> fucking be there. Like That's that's damn i don't even know what to say to that like <laughs> oh that man I, I want i want his i want like one of the main plot points to be his dad getting trolled and like the <laughs> son has to come coming. to the rescue oh they, they they were they were there was there was blaring homophobic slurs oh, son help me the son is a cat oh. woman i think and the dad is yeah, just yeah. like dude with a stick <laughs> dude with a stick and a face tattoo <laughs> yeah the dad the dad's uh living vicariously through final fantasy 14 i don't oh, understand man. wait i don't understand how the dad doesn't know it's his son helping him doesn't like you gotta like yeah, aren't, a, aren't they playing it in the same house like or like a two ps4s or something i guess jeez rich family with their <laughs> wait with a minute doodads is the whole like surely they do other things and just play final fantasy 14 this 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 show is going to be like watching two people play a video game. <laughs> Did they just somehow package up Let's Playing as a soap opera? Yeah, exactly. This is going to be DSP, the soap opera. DSP is going to like be like, Square Enix stole my show. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Jesus. But yeah, so that's, I, that's... I mean, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, with with that, I'm going to go piss really quickly because we've been talking for oh, oh, like two hours and 20 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um. I, I, so I'm going to piss really quickly and then we'll come back and we will have more news because there's been so much news this week. There actually has been like a lot of news, but it's like super dumb stuff. Um. But yeah, okay. I will go and do that and, I, and we will be right back. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Hello. 
Nico. Nico, are you there? Respect. <laughs> it's something that I feel has been lost lately. I, I even feel like the definition of respect has been muddied a bit. Because people. Yes, I'm back. What's up? <laughs> Sorry, just watching my favorite video. <laughs> oh, Christ. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> I totally was not expecting that. I'm never letting that joke die. I love that joke. <gasps> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's. I don't know why that video makes me laugh the way it does. <laughs> it's so bad. I think, so it's, I think it's the ridiculousness of, of how serious he's taking YouTube at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Respect. If you, if you ever wanted to know the line where I just say, it's just the internet, guys, that's where I cross <laughs> it right there. It's, like, it's, it, it's seven minutes of nothing. <laughs> it's like saying, hey, guys, we're centrists. <laughs> Sounds cool, man. <laughs> Let me know when you pick a side, I guess. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, yeah, uh, like, uh, I fucking see you when Hillary Clinton's in office, I guess. Like, fucking Jesus (laughs) Christ. Um, Man. But (laughs) back to video game news. (laughs) Speaking of respect, um, the... uh, uh, Shit, there's nothing respectful in the world of video games. Um, speaking, ah, speaking here we of... go. <laughs> we all know them. We all love them. We've all had our gripes with these bad boys of the controller industry. <laughs> I'm talking mad cats. The cats that are insane. Oh, those guys are off their fucking rockers. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to be to make controllers like that. Um... <laughs> they're, go- they're filing for bankruptcy. They're gone, baby. Um, win, yeah, for a, is, win for the world. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. they didn't make good controllers, but they made more than just that. They made... Yes, yes. If well, I remember fight the sticks correct, not really good, like... Fight, the fight sticks varied in quality. They were better than the... I, I was a... Um, I have purchased in my life probably five different Mad Cats GameCube controllers. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, you know, decades ago at this point, De- a decade yeah, yeah. ago, I'd say I'm not that old. Um, but <laughs> like, yeah, they they seemed to think that everyone wanted like these micro controllers, which was great for like letting your little cousin or someone play. But like, I, I could never see a world where the adult would use that stuff. But they were always like, if you don't know who Mad Cats are, they're very notorious for years now for making shoddy equipment. I guess well, they, they 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 have been going since I had a. Since I had a PS One, like I remember yeah. getting a Mad Cats controller, like if, in the nineties. You know, if, if you were not like you know disgustingly rich or whatever, and you asked for video game stuff for Christmas or your birthday, like you know like a new controller, uh, your parents probably got you Mad Cats once or twice. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I you mean, do I, when you're yeah. a parent who doesn't care or know about any of this stuff, and you just want to ex- save money. Ex- exactly. I had I had a lot of Mad Cats controllers and a lot of memory cards. Their memory cards were, were awesome, Cats. I gotta say. Yes, yes. They were they they were more often than not had bigger storage capacity than the official ones. Yeah, there but, was ones that had like buttons on them that like s- turned into another memory card and crazy yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They also had yeah. thumb uh, ridges on it for easier pulling out. <laughs> you gotta find something <laughs> nice to say about these guys. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's weird to kind of 
see i mean i guess like a lot of kind of peripherals and stuff unless you're on the pc like a lot of the peripherals are handled by like like you get them through the official channels now or you don't get them in a lot of cases um or, or, or rather it's, makes or, their own stuff now too so they've pushed yeah, that stuff yeah. out of stores like completely like yeah yeah i mean yeah it's, it's stuff like you know the pro controller and all that kind of stuff the, the elite controller and everything it's all about like the companies that make the consoles giving you the 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 most flexibility they can so that you go to them rather than mad cats um so yeah i don't know it's uh not 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 surprising that um that mad that mad cats are going out of business now but you know they 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 were they were a part of the like gaming culture kind of growing up for me you always saw their name everywhere and i guess it's like a little like sad that that's something that that's a, another part of that era of gaming that is just kind of going now but you know it's, it's business i guess it's, um so yeah yeah it's it's like a bit of it makes uh it's like a bit of my childhood dying i guess but yeah it's, yeah it's like another growing up thing oh You're like <laughs> we, we love to hate you mad cats and like you you were like i can picture you know like being on the playground and being like oh my fucking mad cats controller does not work anymore you know just like <laughs> Like, dude, that orange one is just, it's trash now. Yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> their, their wires, oh my god, the wires on those things just oh always god. yanked themselves out. Like, yep, yep, yep. Uh, I don't know if you had friends who did this with controllers on your fucking stuff. They'd yank out the controller ca- by the cable. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Oh god. Oh, nightmare. Man. But if you did that with oh. a mad cat controller, it just like, you just like stripped the flesh off the wiring. And then it's, yep, <laughs> that was yep, the beginning just, of the end. <laughs> yep. You just got some live wires. <laughs> live wire. And all it takes is you know one pet to chew that once, and there you go. Yep. You got thirty-five dollar plastic heap of junk. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> so it's probably yeah, fixable, yeah. but if you're ten, like you're not doing that. But also, like if you're fixing Mad Cat's controllers, then like uh, I don't know. Is um, I guess you know, like like I say, it's not surprising because this is they've been on a downward trend for you know a good number of years now um like uh, in in 2015 uh they warned of substantial doubt about the company's ability to continue because they made a big gamble on rock band 4 fuck of all fucking games um so that game yeah. was a gamble in itself <laughs> yeah and 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 then, and then harmonics announced that it would partner with competing accessory maker PDP for future Rock Band 4 hardware. And weren't they always um, the best? Didn't PDP make that, like, amazing metal drum set that was on par with, like, electronic drum sets? Yes. Yeah, they, they, they yeah. like, that, that was the one that I think everyone was, like, really looking for, kind of support for or whatever, yeah. The kick pedal um, saviors. Yeah, yeah. Um... So, Mad Cat's CFO Karen McGuinness later said, Although the overall Rock Band 4 program was incredibly disappointing for us, exiting the relationship with Harmonix at this time allows us to focus our efforts on the development and execution of our other exciting and profitable product launches. (laughs) And then the next paragraph in this story, In January, the low sheer price of Mad Cat's put the company at risk of being delisted from the New York Stock Exchange. (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh, uh, yeah, 
<laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, people are like, you know, going to lose jobs over this, but it's like, yes, it, like, yeah, that's not the funny part. Like, it's just the yeah, of course, it's just the idea that. I mean, I guess it is partly the idea that Mad Cats is, was even still going this long. You know, what I mean, it's, it went like fifteen years longer than I ever could have imagined. So yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, like like I say, this was like they they were going from like mid nineties or whatever. I think is that when they started. Uh, let me let me check that. Uh, Mad Cats, Mad Mad Cats, Mad Cats. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Uh, 1989 they were founded so wow yeah so i wonder what they made like <laughs> no they must have been i wonder if they were one of those like nes devs that just turned into a bad hardware company later on or something almost certainly i mean you know like almost 30 years man that's pretty pretty good you know um yeah i mean so, they, you you can make shitty stuff but still make a bunch of profits off of it they were they were cheap for a reason yeah for sure yeah uh, but well, um yeah, speaking speaking of um, things da- dying, um, that dying that die dynasty warriors game out now. Mark's series mobile debut. There's a new dynasty warriors game out. <laughs> Hooray! That was, a, that was maybe maybe the worst segue I've ever done. I mean, we just played near, and that was almost dynasty warriors at some point. So. Yes, I'm good um, on stuff like that for a while. I don't know. I I have this game downloaded, um, and it wants to download almost a gigabyte of, of extra files before I can actually play it. Oof. So, yeah, and and given that my my phone memory card has like 12 gigabytes of space, and I've used up most of it, and I can't like I can't really be arsed deleting stuff. I haven't like I haven't tried it, but. I've been getting like push notifications constantly in a different language and I can't tell if it's like Dutch or something. <laughs> it's like it doesn't it doesn't look like a language I recognize like and I I'm just like this is this is so confusing because it's not Chinese like it's not like Mandarin or whatever is or you know any other kind of um like uh Chinese um dialect or whatever. It's it's just a language I don't recognize and I keep getting push notifications in this language. I never specified where <laughs> I was from or anything. It, I just downloaded a thing and now I'm getting all this stuff like in different languages and I can't play it yet because the game, the game. So essentially what the game's done is downloaded like a 60 megabyte launcher. And now it wants to download the gigabyte game. What? Are you sure you got a game here? Are you sure this isn't just like some uh, yes. insane virus? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's the game. It's, uh, uh, although I hear that one of the first things you do in this game called Dynasty Warriors Unleashed is you fight Lubu, like you have to beat Lubu. And he I'm doesn't like, believe in magic. <laughs> but I'm like, that's not how Dynasty Warriors games work. You can't beat Lubu first. Lubu has got to be Lubu's the Lubu's the the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Okay. You can't, you can't just beat him. You Otherwise, have to be. the rest if is just trivial. Boo, you have to like beat the shit out of everyone who's gonna make fun of your name, like because that's a funny <laughs> exactly. ass name. It's Lou Boo. <laughs> Lou Boo. That's almost like being called Boo Boo or something. <laughs> Lou Boo's coming to take your picnicker basket. <laughs> Yogi um, and Lou Boo. Huh? <laughs> this is a small version of Lou Boo with a bow tie. 
<laughs> oh man. This is just this is just a thing I included in the news just because it was like, okay, we've got Dynasty Warriors game on mobile now. <laughs> Which doesn't look very good, but I will play it and when when I when I find the space. Simplicity <laughs> has been simplified. <laughs> so, um yeah. I, I, like I don't know. If you're downloading it, prepare for push notifications in a different language and, uh, you know, just general general lack of understanding or communication from the developer or whatever. But uh, sure. Um, spe- speaking of speaking of things that begin with D, um, Destiny 2. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I saw this last night. This, yeah. The reveal trailer. Um, oh, boy. I don't think we're <laughs> the audience for this. I mean, I don't know. I will play it because it's coming out on PC. And yeah, like uh, you know, like that. I just got a PS4, and I and I thought like, yeah, maybe I should pick up Destiny. But then I thought, why the fuck would I do that now? Like, it's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, I'll just try that's, it that's once. Like you know, Destiny was meant to be like the ten-year game. It was meant to be the game that people would play, and it would just they would develop on that and stuff. Um, so the fact they're coming out with a sequel and just completely, like like you say, there's no reason to get Destiny One now unless you want to try the raids, I guess. But like, but alone, like alone with like months yeah. to spare before a sequel comes out, like it's and yeah. I mean, will that if, shit if, not carry over or something? You know, like no, apparently not. Like you know, your character, like the thing is, I think put a bullet your character, in the head of your last game, your your character will carry over aesthetically, but not like none of their loot or anything like that and the teaser trailer you know presents the narrative framework for that which is like hey everything's destroyed <laughs> you know um so spoilers still... i guess for the first destiny like yeah yeah i guess the world explodes i don't i don't know <laughs> but um yeah i don't know it, it, like i i guess after titanfall 2 came out i am less skeptical about shooters coming out and learning from the mistakes of their predecessors true and but it's also it bungee but bungee's like not bungee like it's a different yeah yeah bungee. exactly i mean but also this trailer closes with you know also hey there's gonna be loot and like that's that's not me exaggerating that like that's literally a line yeah. that the nathan fillion character says it's like hey there's like Hey, I know you're not interested, but there's going to be loot. And I'm like, no, n- come on. That's not, you should be focusing on other ways to compel your players to keep playing other than just loot, because arguably that was what drove people away from it in the first place. It was like the world building kind of sucked. And the only reason people kept playing was, Hey, I got this thing with bigger numbers on it. You know, like, that's not compelling, uh, you know. Um, I mean, the whole trailer was really fucking weird because it's like that first game, from what I recall, didn't really have much of a sense of humor about itself. Like the trailers were all were kind of all over the place in terms of tone, but the actual game itself was super straight laced to to the game's detriment. But now they've got, you know, the the trailer's goofy, it's wacky. You know, Nathan Fillion is coming along and saying, "Hey, they they burnt my they burnt my stuff and your stuff, but most importantly, my stuff." And like, ugh, it's it's not 
It's it's far from far far from anything that I found remotely funny or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I, I mean it's coming out September eighth, which is like really soon. But uh, yeah, God, that that is that seems that's how games are doing it nowadays. They're the they give you months to get ready for them. Yeah, I mean you can pre-order it now even though they've not released any gameplay. Um, although that's the live stream on May 18th will apparently come out with that. Well, I mean, so it's it's going to play good. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, the first like Destiny, every- for whatever anyone thinks about it, it still plays like a nice, smooth-ass shooter. Like, anyone yeah, can yeah. see that. Yeah, I mean, so... I mean, it's interesting, though, because Bungie hasn't... I mean, that's, that's a lie, because the, there were Halo games that came out on PC. But, like they were like halo was mainly known as a console shooter destiny was a console shooter like to have them transfer back into pc like that might be kind of weird i don't know well bungie's always had like help with pc ports like it's always been another company comes in and does like a lot like like, i don't think they did did they do too much for halo pc or like back in like it's always been all I remember from Halo PC was going on and relentlessly trolling people. <laughs> it's like friendly fire all the time. <laughs> the worst. Yeah, exactly. It was. It was. It. It was. That was how I. That's how. That was how I got my kicks at the time. <laughs> it's like they started as a PC company, though. Like, it was all their well, uh, Mac. Like they. They were the most. You know. They. They gave the most love to the Mac, really. Well, I mean, yeah. Like uh, Halo <laughs> was originally meant to be. A Mac like, RTS or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Maybe it's maybe weird. this will be a return to form. Maybe Bungie was always meant to stay on the PC or any computer. Exactly. I still want <laughs> Gnop Two, the sequel to Gnop. The fuck is Gnop? Gnop. It's the first uh, Bungie game. It's Pong spelled backwards. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, they've been teasing Gnop Two for decades. <laughs> oh man! Uh, no, that's back when Bungie was funny and had like personality. Now it's like a blank shell. No, Nico, now, now they're goofy. Uh, they used to be goofy. <laughs> yeah. Everything's dead. First Mad Cats, oh, now Bungie. Oh man, I, I just I just looked at the the GameSpot comments on this article. Someone one? posted a fucking essay on the Destiny one. The first Destiny was very... <laughs> the overwhelming consensus among the gaming community, fans in particular as of late, pertaining to this latest installment is not that of excitement, but more of frustration, much like your comments, nin- Ninja. But nin- this Ninja is the one making the comments. My eyes have come across multiple posts, not just from diehard fans of the FPS genre, but of individuals who have played the first Destiny installment rather casually, and the one thing all these comments seem to have in common is apparent apathy towards the developers and publishers, quote, behind the curtain. And this is, that's paragraph two of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten paragraphs. Like, Jesus. calm yourself. Yeah. Um, also, Nathan, yes. Nathan Fillion, in my opinion, is just like not fucking I, I, annoying. I'm not a fan. I, I mean, I, I, I've never, I've never, I've never watched Firefly. And I like him on Firefly. It's just like Bungie. I was like, sh- ever since like. I think his voice was like in Halo two or three, but then like ever since ODST, they just seem to have like this weird like obsession with him. <laughs> like, right. Okay. And it just seems like it seems like Bungie servicing one of their idols or something. It's just like it's just 
<laughs> it feels like it feels like he gets in because of like the staff loves him or something like that. it's just like right okay I just he I'm, ever since I heard the, the the line you know the music time to dance or whatever that's like my least that's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard and it's stuck with me for years ever since ODST and I've hated Nathan yeah. Fillion ever since I don't know <laughs> the writing was really bad I don't know he's he's just not funny I don't know. <laughs> Ever gets the sense that guy's trying to be like Nathan, Nathan Drake, I but in real him. life, I don't know. I just like he, he's one of those guys. It's like I'll kill him. I'm sure no, he's friendly, and I'm sure he listens <laughs> to this podcast because he strikes me as one of those guys who like hears his name and just can like find where people are talking about him. But like, <laughs> are, you, are you insinuating that all he does is Google his name? I mean, that's the persona he get shows off to the world, isn't it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh man! Um, I'm trying to start a beef with our podcast with famous people. To you know, first, first Angry Joe, room. Angry Joe, now Nathan Fillion. Angry Joe is is our homie. What do you mean? We love Angry exactly. Joe. Yeah, we we we, we've ta- we have taken his army, but you know, whatever. Armies do that, Your man. That's why you should never ours. trust armed help. I don't know. Your army is ours, Joe. And the metal. Who made that? Who made that song again? Some you... like some dumb metalcore band, like uh. Well, that's obvious. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, um, <laughs> speaking of speaking of um, ripping off someone, we ripped off Angry Joe's army. We we took them and we took them under our wing and we trained them and we told them to get good at video games and get good taught, at criticism and taught stuff. Them to kill, but we taught them to love. Exactly. Yeah. Um, th- I forgot what the link was here. The Witcher's <laughs> author doesn't make any money off the Witcher game sales. Um, That's weird. This, this was this was kind of like this is one of those things I read and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like um, because so you know this is the um, uh, I, so on Andre Andre Sapkowski, um, author of the Witcher novels upon the popular game series upon which the popular game series is based doesn't make any money when you buy a copy of one of the games um at first i was like holy shit our cd project ripping this guy off uh, no it's it's like um uh it, it, it you know it, it's 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 uh like dale crover from melvin's was on some of the tracks on incesticide by nirvana and he got offered royalties like a percentage of the royalties or a good chunk of money up front um and you know like is is this is the way like the the rights of creative works work in a lot of ways it's you know either you take a chance hope the hope the project will do well or you just take the money up front and you get that money regardless of whether the the project does well um this is a similar situation andre was um was offered a percentage of the rights and he he didn't take it he in his words cd project red brought a big bag of money which was it's like a what, witcher transaction <laughs> exactly what i he says what i expect from an adaptation a big bag of money that is all i like this guy he's very upfront see the thing is like this guy has gone on the record like saying he thinks the games are dumb it's like yeah that's, oh, yeah he like doesn't like the what they have done with the story yeah, and yeah. stuff right he, he, he thinks I think it's I think it's specifically like the character of Geralt who in the books like dies 
oh yeah you know like i think like the fact that they took him and made him like the focus i think was something that he was like you know was not into or whatever so he's he's been very public about the fact that he thinks the games are kind of stupid um so uh but he says i was stupid enough to sell them rights to the whole bunch he said they offered me a percentage of their profits i said no there will be no profit at all give me all my money right now the whole amount it was stupid i was stupid enough to leave everything in their hands because i didn't believe in their success but who could foresee their success i couldn't i mean (laughs) even even like the most unknown video games sell at least a couple you know like tens of thousands of stuff you would have probably worked out for him in the end anyway yeah Yeah. although like so that said he does acknowledge the quality of the games and believes the acclaim they they received is deserved the game is made very well and they merit all of the beneficiaries they get from it he said they merit it the game is very good well done well done well but i mean like that's all all good and i can kind of agree with them that they are very well made but he doesn't play video games he says <laughs> so how does I, I, he know yeah, I, I i i i think i think this is like i don't think that's a particularly genuine he's going like oh well done well done like, i don't think that's a particularly genuine well wish there is <laughs> i think that's just him like kind of being kind of bitter <laughs> uh, but uh yeah <laughs> he doesn't have anything against video games or those that play them he's got like a very uh alan moore-esque attitude uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man so yeah he, he hates um, what they're gonna do with his baby but he'll still sell his baby so <laughs> <laughs> give me a big bag of money and i'll give you anything uh um, real writer <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i guess there's we've got it's so, okay so we've got a couple of stories left um first off uh we have uh speaking speaking of um big bags of money uh diego maradona oh that's not where i thought you were going with that but okay is 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 looking for a big bag of money um because uh diego maradona um is is a kind of ex-footballer he's very very famous he's like the Um, best on the planet right like i mean yes yeah um uh you know this is like I imagine there's gonna like if 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 this actually gets traction or whatever, I imagine there's going to be a lot of people like using this and the kind of oh fuck Konami thing. Oh yeah. Like even though they couldn't give a fuck about like even though Diego Maradona doesn't give a fuck about Konami, like in in like their their business practices, aside from the fact that they are using his likeness without his permission, like he doesn't give a fuck about Silent Hill or PT or whatever, you know, it's um it's like a big boo-boo to make here because this guy's like <laughs> yes very fucking high profile yeah exactly so it's like this is like this is on par with doing it to like pele or something like that it's like <laughs> yeah everyone yeah. knows who this is so it's like yeah it's, did they uh, think they could do this i don't um he, so he says he he heard yesterday that the japanese company company konami uses my image for its game Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. My lawyer, Matthias Morla, will initiate the corresponding legal actions. I hope this is not another scam. Another scam. Another one, huh? So, uh, I guess, like, there's there's been foul play there before? Like, um... I, 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 don't, I, I don't really, like... I mean, like, this is just a thing of, like uh yeah i mean i'm going into the the game spot comments and there's a lot of people like you know 
going like, oh, fuck Konami. But there's also a lot of people like, kind of say, there's a lot of people like, shit talking Maradona, like saying, ah, he's not legendary. <laughs> Yes. Um, it's like super. Like he's considered one of the best like players ever. Yeah, How yeah. Is that he, not legendary? He, I, I don't get it. Um, do <laughs> us humans now own full ownership of how our of how our genes turn out? What about how other people end up looking the same? Am I to believe that somehow nobody? has ever appeared the way a young Diego did on a soccer field before. That seems like quite a leaguer stretch, actually, especially in the South American region. Why wasn't he suing those young people in South America in his prime, copying his own copycat hairstyle and looking the same? <laughs> Thanks, PS, PS Trife. Maradona is a Kojima fan. Heard he sleeps with an MGS pajama. <laughs> I like this guy. Hope the sport dude wins. <laughs> These comments are getting dumber and dumber the more we read. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I like this one. I'm not up to speed. Why is everyone hating on Konami? <laughs> That's a great one. That's gotta be fake. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is the yeah, dumbest. So I guess this guy, anyone suing Konami for any reason, will have my support. Like that's not a good way to go through life. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> don't, don't like, do that. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I guess like that's kind of all you can really say about that. Like it's, it's not it's not anything to do with like the larger Konami thing. It's just one guy suing Konami for a for a breach of his like likeness rights or whatever. You know, it's that's kind of it. <laughs> but you know, this gets settled, going to be... settled out of court, no doubt. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like, this. like uh, you know, I imagine, imagine if I imagine there's going to be people that when it does inevitably get settled settled out of court, people are going to be like, "Oh man, he didn't fight Konami enough." Like, he doesn't give a fuck about gamers, man. Guy, <laughs> like, does, guy has like a life outside of all this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> completely. Exactly. Um, speaking of having a life outside of games one person is going to have to get used to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> in our final news story, <laughs> Oculus founder Palmer Lucky is leaving Facebook. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good segue. Yes, they're, just, they are, they're so shameless now, I just have to respect all of them. <laughs> it's just like, the, 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 the first thread I see, no matter how tenuous it is, you can grab on you don't you don't have to be in the room with you to know that you are straight up walking through that sentence very slowly as you, <laughs> as you pick up the words to form it you're just like uh hey <laughs> that's how i do it i go oh, hey <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so yeah this is uh to close out news um palmer lucky the co-founder of Oculus VR and one of the most prominent faces in the virtual reality business is leaving Oculus and parent company Facebook. I feel like saying one of the most prominent faces in virtual reality is kind of weird now because he hasn't been prominent for like since like way before the election where it was all that stuff coming out. He was funding memes, funding alt-right memes. It was uh like since then he's been like totally under the radar until that oculus zenimax thing came out but uh yeah it's, it's weird man like I, I feel like i feel like we are going to start really seeing the shockwaves of that court case start to manifest in like the next few months as oculus like 
really kind of restructures in private like we'll start to see like hints of that kind of stuff like coming through and i feel like this is probably like one of those one of those things like i can't imagine that facebook was particularly like desperate to hold on to lucky after the court case and after all the stuff with uh, like after all the stuff with the memes and everything so uh, i completely forgot about that dumb me like i just love that funding political memes <laughs> yes it's just like that's it's the dumb world we live in now god he was caught funding anyway, political memes <laughs> and then that uh time magazine cover we've really given all the power to the the four channers haven't we but with with, uh, with yeah. statements like with shit like this now <laughs> where, where memes can be weaponized <laughs> like we lost man <laughs> It's over, man. Game over, man. It's so fucking over. What's the point? <laughs> um, Oculus confirmed the news with GameSpot, saying Palmer will be dearly missed. Palmer's legacy extends far beyond Oculus. His inventive spirit helped kickstart the modern VR revolution and build an industry. We're thankful for everything he did. All the memes, all the pepes, everything uh, for Oculus and VR, and we wish him all the best. Um, yeah, some truth so- in there. Yeah, sure, he... He kicks. He, I mean, he helped the movement. I'd say for VR, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's all there's a lot of stuff floating out there about how much was actually him and how much was, was he not just a him. piggy bank, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, this move comes after a whirlwind year for Lucky and Oculus, the company he sold to Facebook in 2014 for two billion dollars. Like, so yeah, he's 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 doing fine. You know, it's not certainly not like he's he's going to be doing okay after this uh lucky attractive negative attention last fall when it was discovered that he had financially supported a pro donald trump political group responsible for shit posting anti-hillary clinton memes <laughs> this led to a number of developers pulling support for oculus vr po- products lucky later apologized um so yeah a fucking autoplaying videos man it's playing the fucking final fantasy daddy thing uh jesus christ um yeah there's not much more to say about that like as as with all news fuck all to say (laughs) it's just it's there um rocket rocket league fast and the furious mashup dlc revealed yes you what (laughs) oh did we get a vin diesel bobblehead or something oh my goodness wait have you seen Uh, this breaking news what i'm sending it to you right now this link Okay. A brand new yeah, game. Okay. Oh, what the fuck is this? This is a. I think you talked what about this? this series the other day. What is this? What is this? What? This is street. Yeah, this is. I I I saw the Eureka name and it's like uh-huh. it's playing it's playing. Garuda's theme from Street Fighter EX3. Uh-huh. Uh and okay. Okay, so am I am I being led to believe that this is a 3D I can't read anything of this, Nico. What is this? Is this I believe. This is, what is it? <laughs> Street Fighter EX4. Are you kidding me? I don't think so. Holy shit. Holy shit. Please, please be Street Fighter EX, EX4. 
It's all in Japanese. I can't read a thing. Famous. What? Read the description. What? Oh, for fuck's sake. Nico. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's not even April 1st yet. I know, but this is the internet, man. March 31st yes. is April Fool's now. <laughs> oh, I know, it got me earlier this morning. I was fucking bummed. <laughs> oh, that is actually like... <laughs> Look at the, <gasps> the detail they went into <laughs> to fucking make like, this joke. It... it it looks like, re- like it's like a game. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, it, this is a game. Like, like why? Why is, why is this not? Why is this not a real thing? Like, why is this not a real thing? Because they want to fucking hurt your feelings really bad. Uh, th- thanks, Arika. I hate you now. No more Skullamania for you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, that's it. They also like left all these clues on the Twitter apparently they were like you can play it in person <laughs> get into a fight <laughs> like it's yeah just, I, I hope some staff members are standing by I'll, we'll fight them <laughs> oh so yeah there you go well, wanted to, it's been, it's just been wanted right, to it's been right. ruin your hopes been, and dreams at the end of this podcast April exactly. it's, it's, been the, it's been the rain on games cast I guess Street Fighter EX4, come and never get over it. I just, I, I heard, I heard that, I heard that soundtrack, and I was like, man, I was just talking yesterday about yeah, how, how that might actually be my favorite soundtrack of any game, <laughs> and uh, now, now I'm, now I'm, uh, it's been writing on Gamescast. <laughs> so you're gonna go think about things now. <laughs> yeah, I got, I've got, to, I've got to turn that over my head. You've, like, I feel like you've betrayed me, Nico. I couldn't resist. <laughs> I found, when we were looking at news earlier, I found the list of April Fool's videos this year oh on GameSpot. And that, and that one said Street Fighter EX. I was like, oh my god. Just reading that made me mad, though. No more Doctor in Dark. No more... Exactly, I know, yeah. God, who else uh, was even in that game? Uh, it was good. Um, Volcano Rosso or whatever his name was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that um, guy kill himself at the end? Something like Spoilers. that, yeah. It, oh God, I mean, because because I only played. Uh, well, I know I I've I've played EX three, but my main experience was uh, EX plus Alpha on the on the PlayStation. Oh, that's uh, right. Which what characters did that have? Um, it was oh fuck. Uh, it, well, EX plus Alpha added uh, Dalsim and Sakura. Nico, you there? Yes. Whoa, I can hear like something's buzzing. Sounds like there's a uh, UFO. I think I, it, that was that was my microphone lead. I have no idea if that's actually going to come across in the, in the recording, but that least, was fucking weird. At least we're like at the very very end. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, oh the, yeah. Street Fighter EX three was the. Did I tell the story about how it was like the only game uh, arcade game I ever beat in like one quarter on a cabinet? Really? But when I got to the end with I got to the final bison fight and I I kid you not, I cannot make this up like I as I was about to lay the final punch down on him and his bar would have been at the end, the power in the entire place I was playing in went out. <gasps> oh fuck. And that was the only time in my life I'd ever done a like a one quarter run on a machine and it was like <laughs> Oh god. So like well, I, you, you, I'm gonna you, you say, can say I you beat it. That. But like Yes. There yeah. was like a big like butt and like 
did yeah. you did you have did you have like people crowding around you to see no because it was a casino in las vegas so no one gave a fuck about the arcade section was like, this is this is was this the same guy that asked for your shirt no uh that, okay. but that led that was uh in my hometown and that was uh we he was betting 100 bucks against my shirt when i was in third grade uh, on this pinball match <laughs> And it was the attack of the Martians hey, one, that best one. Shirt. You've got a nice shirt, Nico. Yeah. I'd love to see what's underneath it. Yeah, and guess what? He didn't, because I stomped his ass, and I got 100 bucks, yeah. and I bought, like, five PS2 games with that money. <laughs> got, like, Maximo. I got Street Fighter X3. This is, like, <laughs> the good haul. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think that's... That's going to do it for news and the podcast. We had a couple of questions. We'll carry them over into next week or whatever. Yes. There um, you go. Nico, where the videos? Yes. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, I, I am working on uh, Dark Souls 3 retrospective, I guess. Um, and yeah, that'll be out when it's out. And uh, yeah, also thanks again to everyone for uh, for the Patreon support getting me over that goal i'll be sure to communicate with you guys and uh and kind of get your views on on how to do it and everything um but yeah aside from that i guess that's gonna do it by the time by the time the next podcast is up i will have hopefully secured my visa yeah and and i'll be i'll be cruising in the states baby no i'm gonna get you a red convertible and uh yeah cool shades I'm gonna I'm gonna drink soda pop in my Mustang and then throw that soda can in the garbage. Soda can. pop. Soda pop is that? Is that like a grandma from the Midwest? What are you? <laughs> Still American. Still soda. American. <laughs> soda pop. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, that is going to do it for the Writing on Games cast this week. I think, uh, unless you have anything else you want to say, Nico, any final words, any parting sentiments? Go play Street Fighter EX Three. That was a good game. Yeah, and keep an eye out for EX Four. Oh wait, it's not coming out. Thanks, thanks, Arika. Yep, bumming me out. No Skullomania for you. Bye. <laughs> this has been the Writing on Games cast. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week.